What's going on, guys? Welcome to episode 118 of the Taste Cast, a weekly podcast where we talk about things, react to things, do much random shit. My name's Seth. I'm Chevy. I'm Chris. And quick reminders, we are now in June, so make sure to download and play Call of Duty World War II and Star Wars Battlefront II. Both are for free on PlayStation Plus. Make sure to download those, play those, come back at the end of this month. We're going to talk about them on Plus Club. Let us know what you thought of those games. We're going to let you know we thought of them. And I also want to welcome everybody from Reddit who has come over here and joined our community. Welcome to the community and hope uh, we hear from you in the comments below. Uh, also... Our game of the month picked by Chris, very good pick this month, is Divinity Original Sin 2, which is a turn-based RPG. Uh, you guys know what the fuck it is. It's It, it got reviewed like really well everywhere, and everyone loves the game. We're going to be playing that throughout this month, and at the end of the month, we're going to talk about that on Game of the Month, so make sure to stay tuned for that. Come back and let us know what you thought of that game as well, or if you haven't played it, maybe you can listen to us and go, hmm, maybe I'm going to play that, or hmm, that game sounds like shit. I ain't touching it. Um... <laughs> Type in hashtag AskTLG on your comment if you'd like your comment to be featured on TastyCast. This is TastyCast. We have a segment at the very end where we're going to be reading your comments and replying to them. And if you'd like that to happen, for sure, you can type in hashtag AskTLG. If you don't do that, I pick at random. So if you definitely want to be featured, that's the best way to do it. Um, we have Discord link down below. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. And we're on iTunes, Spotify, and the podcast platforms if you prefer to listen to us with working links now. So you can click those and you'll be able to listen to us for sure. Not consent to some pages like that doesn't exist. I assure you it does exist. Um, yeah, I think that's everything. We got a Patreon link down below as well. You can support the channel if you want to, of course. Everything uh, contributed is very appreciated. It goes right back into the channel. Um, yeah, so TasteCast, we're going to talk about what we've been playing like we always do. Uh, I have a pretty significant list, and I got some that might stir up some conversation. So I would prefer if one of you guys would jump in first. I will go ahead and go first. Cool. I will also say that was a very, uh, you're very sharp right now. <laughs> that whole intro, you just kind of went no stuttering, no pausing, really. So good job. Nice. <laughs> oh, like five years of this is the first time I've heard that. Very good. I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Which is usually we're like, it's after work or something. Or oh, dude, like that's the been worst. Doing stuff all My day. My intros like, are the worst uh, after work. Because I'm just like, uh. say it was nap day for the household, so everyone's oh, very I had, well rested. I had, I had two naps. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. So easy ones out of the way. First, I've been playing Animal Crossing still. Uh. You know, just doing daily things in that. I have not had any inspiration to work on my island, so I've just been logging in just to, you know, I guess wait for that inspiration to hit. So, um, yeah, I don't really have a lot to report there. Uh, still fun. They have a new event that's out. I haven't tried it yet. It's apparently wedding season now, so you can take a picture of these. I think they're llamas. Uh and they're doing their renewal of vows essentially, and you can take their pictures. So, and there's a bunch of sets. It's very and much you, wedding season. And you could be very ridiculous about it. Um, but I, I haven't tried that yet. I've seen some pretty goofy screenshots online about it, though. Uh, let's see. I've also been playing Final Fantasy 14. Pretty much do that almost every day. Uh, what am I doing right now? I'm leveling Dancer. Got it to 75 now. So, Damn. almost 80. It'll be my 10th 80. Nice. Not as fast as some people, but for me, uh, usually MMOs, I get like one, maybe two max level characters. So this is pretty crazy for me in that regard. Um, I got a free company member who I'm sure you're watching the episode uh, is very much pushing us to do Savage content, which is something I've never really dealt into. Uh, which is, do they watch? Some of these motherfuckers pretend like they do, but they don't. He comments sometimes. 
Oh, good. That's what I like to hear. Um, That's what I like to see. So he's pushing us to do Savage. I'm I'm trying to get in a mental headspace to do that. I'm sure once I do it, I'm like, ah, this is whatever. But for some reason, it feels like a wall I have to climb. Uh, even though I know my gear score and all that's probably just fine. So, yeah. and yeah, it's kind of rough in 14 right now because the, you know, obviously with the, a lot of the world working from home and stuff like that is kind of thrown a wrench in development. And so we would normally be getting close to a patch right now and we're not. So 2020 is the year of the wrench <laughs> pretty much. Um, so yeah, I'm just kind of feeling time doing miscellaneous stuff in that game, but I, uh, I've been more relaxed about this kind of like not logging in all the time right now, uh, just because I'm not really missing out on anything. And then other than that, um, I played along with you too, which I won't speak with you, uh, about, for you on that, but battlefront two, Bono? huh? <laughs> you too, the band. <laughs> oh. Sorry. I'm not trying to break your flow. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Keep going. Um, yeah, and we played Battlefront 2 for, Jesus, like, I don't know, five, six hours? Way more. Yeah, it was, it was a long more. session. We uh, started around 4 or 5 p.m. and ended around 3 Okay, so about almost like 11, 12 hours then. A long day. Yeah, that's all I did <laughs> yesterday was play that game. Um, and obviously we can't talk about it too much because it will be for Plus Club, but... We definitely hated it, though. That's why we played it that long. Yeah, I would say yep. if, if the awesome. time frame of... of of play it shows anything um, <clears throat> probably give a, a small hint of of opinions at the end of the month uh just kind of my experience with it just real quick compared to at least the first game i'll, I'll just say this this part i remember playing battlefront one and being really disappointed um in it just because what an understatement yeah <laughs> Um, and this one, I kind of avoided when it came out. Uh, it's been very nice to get a game after they've spent a lot of time working on it and uh, getting to try it now in a, in a place where I would I w- would hope is a baseline standard at this po- point if they make another. So. There's a thing that keeps happening where games will come out and people aren't happy with them. And this is, Ubisoft has been doing this forever. This is their thing. But other people are trying to do it now too. And then they work on the game for years while maintaining some people and hoping other people come back. And it's, and it's a rough gamble. But sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. And when it works, I'm like, why don't you just spend that time developing the game? But maybe they needed the, that feedback. For sure. So it's kind of weird. That's 14's whole story. So yeah, yeah. So and 14 is the example of releasing. I'm gonna say it. Pretty much a shit game. Everyone would agree. And completely fixing it. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, It's the ultimate comeback. So, um, you know, it's really hard for me to. uh, Some people are very quick to just go fuck this game forever. Blah blah. It's very rare that I'll say that to a game. It has to be something personal. It has to be something like Konami or something. to make me say something like that but for the most part you know when anthem comes out i'm looking at it i'm not i'm kind of worried about it people are playing it they're saying bad things the reviews aren't great people who have actually bought it and and got to the end are like i don't know i'm like i'm just like ah, that sucks that's about as far as it goes mm-hmm. and if they fix it awesome for sure make that game fun i like fun i want to play fun games yeah, and i think in a year where we're probably not going to get uh, <laughs> that many more releases, to be honest. Uh, oh, they're coming out. There's fucking well, there's a, there's taking a, a week, still. taking a month here, maybe yeah. three months. It's coming. Don't worry. It's just sometimes we just don't know when. Yeah. Unless you're fucking uh, 
What was that game that got delayed indefinitely? I forgot now. That was uh um oh no. Oh no. Dying Light 2. Yeah. Yeah, which yeah. sucks cuz I <laughs> I started playing Dying Light again recently and fucking uh shout out to Josh for picking that up for me. Um and fucking I was like, "Where's the second one, man? This game is awesome." Probably not coming out. <laughs> Ever? I don't I don't buy that. People keep saying that. I don't think I don't think that. Uh, if fucking I saw I saw leaked footage today of uh Dead Island 2 playing, people playing it. Yeah. And it Oddly looks like Dying Light without parkour, which Dying Light was essentially Dead Island, only refined, plays better, better looking with parkour. But uh, I was looking at that. I'm like, if that is still just like struggling, crawling, trying to get out, where the fuck is Dying Light 2? They ha- they showed gameplay of that full on running around through the city gameplay. Oh, yeah. Finished mm-hmm. looking. So that that shit's not that's not that's coming out at some point. It would be insane. That would be fucking. Uh, I don't even remember what the fuck what game we're talking about now currently. But uh, what was that <laughs> Xbox game that everybody wanted and they didn't? They just were scale like, Scalebound. Nope. Yeah, Scalebound. That'd be <laughs> Scalebound level bullshit. <laughs> like this game's pretty much done. It's gonna be awesome. Everybody's like, yay! And then someone's like, nope. Why? No. I don't want. Why? Spend, why can't? I don't why spend can't money we have it anymore? No. <laughs> not coming out. <laughs> Got a reason? No. It's not for you. Someone gets off on this shit. <laughs> Tinfoil hat. That all being said, with the lulls in gaming right now, there's a lot of time to go back and play these games that have had time to have been worked on. And so, um, yeah, it's it's been nice to to revisit, in this case, Battlefront, uh, or visit it in general. We didn't, I didn't play it when it came out. I'm revisiting it, but I played it in the beta, so I didn't play it on launch. Yeah, so the game has come a long way from beta. Mm. Yeah, and then uh, I also want to take this moment to say that next time Chris says he can't play shooters, uh, that I'm going to call bullshit because he was usually, if not always, in the top half of the list. Mm-hmm. So. I don't know what to talk about. Towards the end of the <laughs> night, he was, shout out to Chris for sure, shout out to Psycho, mm-hmm. shout out to me. <laughs> Humble, humble brag. Um, not humble at all. Uh, we we were all t- typically at, like around the top of the list. Mm-hmm. Shout out to fucking everyone I was playing with that that night though. Fucking Cody, Josh, Chevy, all of us were always in the middle to the top of the list for the most part. Mm-hmm. Cody would sometimes. He, Cody's fucking. He's sneaky. He's all over that fucking list. He'll be real good here, <laughs> kind of good here, all over the fucking place. Um, but. Uh, <laughs> He's gonna be pissed. I even talked about that. Uh, I'm gonna get a message on Instagram. I, I, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> God damn, you're talking about me. Um, but yeah, everyone we we're playing with was fucking pulling their way, doing really good. I was very surprised by Chris fucking toward like you know he was in the middle for most of the night, and then towards the end he started fucking creeping up. There's like two matches where he like was right under me, and then you go, boop. I'm like, hmm. I play FPSs a lot, and you know, he just fucking popped right over me. So. So good job, yeah. I was I was actually really not surprised. Like I didn't think you couldn't do it, but I just didn't know you had it in you. It's yeah, just more so, of a matter of large crowds make me feel more comfortable in shooters. Well, here's the thing that's great about Battlefield and Battlefront, and one reason why someone like you possibly, but Chevy for sure, uh, can be effective in a game like that, even if you're not specifically like awesome at murdering people. Even though I was looking at your kills, you were killing people, um, plenty of them. Uh, 
there's other ways to contribute to the team just by playing the objective. Mm-hmm. As long as you're doing what you're supposed to do with your role, which you're you're very familiar with, of course, so are you. You guys play MMOs. Um, and you're actually taking the fucking point. I, anyone who plays these games regularly, you know my frustration with the people who just like run by. Like, where's the people to kill? I'm like, we're taking fucking E right now. And they're like, there's no one here. I'm going to go kill somebody. And they just run off. I'm like, God damn it, dude. <laughs> um, Missing the point. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, a game like that really allows for people to be useful as long as they just understand the game and know what they're doing and understand the value of playing the objective, playing your role, and mm-hmm. possibly fucking murking people. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I was I asked Chevy after we stopped playing. I was like, we had like when we got all six of us together. I think we lost once. Yeah. I don't even remember it happening. I just feel like it happened, but I know, and I have footage of a lot of the matches. We didn't lose. <laughs> Our teams never lost. At the end of every match, it never came down to oh man we lost or oh yeah we won. It was just like who's at the top of the list. Okay, cool. Psycho's up there. Oh, I got up there. Fuck, Chris was like goddamn number three. That's fucking awesome. I'm like, like that was it. I was just like, we're going to win. We just keep winning. <laughs> yeah, there was a couple matches, though, now that we're just talking about the game. <laughs> well, we're not talking about our pins on the game. It's true. We're just talking about the game. Uh, what happened when we played it? I was it's a shooter, they there, know. There's a couple matches there and, and um, where... It was really like close back and forth, and then you'd get to oh, the, those sh- are the ship part, exhausting. And then it was real close again, and then you go back, and it was real close all the time. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah, there's a mode where it's essentially domination. Anyone who plays FPSs will know that, but you essentially have to take points, capture them, enemy takes them. What I learned fucking halfway through the night is you have to have three out of the five to get points. Whereas in other games, it's just the more you have, the more yeah. tickets you a crew uh this one's very strict it's like no you just need the majority to start getting the points so it starts it can really make matches last a long fucking time because if you are like at 10 percent of your fucking bar and they get like 60 and then you just all of a sudden have this goddamn fucking epiphany and your team just gets their shit together <laughs> and you lock points. them out yeah you can just fucking stop them from gaining points and catch up it happened multiple times, mm. and that shit can make a, a match last forever. But then when you do that part, and whoever wins and loses that goes to a second phase, which essentially turns into rush. If you're not familiar with that, and other games, I guess, that do some things similar, there's an objective on a ship that you have to go destroy, and the other team's defending it. And if you fail that, you go back down to play domination again, and then you go back on the <laughs> ship after that, whatever result of that is, yeah. um, and you continue where you started, or where you left off you know this the, whatever damage you did is still there continues forward and you just keep doing that until infinity i mean it's, one person's ship we i mean we got some hardcore mm-hmm. matches so i'm assuming those teams were fucking there's one team we fought where we went back and forth like i think five times six times something like that yeah. and <laughs> we won but the other team had people who had like 260 fucking kills, 178 kills. And a ridiculous All amount the, of prestige. Those motherfuckers yeah. were yeah. gnarly, but we still won. And it was it was just intense. Mm-hmm. They had way more kills than most of our team. Um, there was one, though. The, 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 there was one we lost. I just can't remember it. I just wiped it from my memory. But um, <laughs> so I'm like, we're on a winning streak. This is great. Um, but yeah, that I mean, there was matches that they had to have been an hour. Oh, yeah. 
I was like sitting there halfway through the match and like, especially towards later in the night, like I, I started, I, I started going into my call of duty mode where I wasn't playing competitively anymore. I was just going by the, you know, going through the motions. I was shooting what I had to shoot, taking my objectives, but I wasn't fucking like on it. I was just like kind of slouched in my fucking chair. Just like getting tired. I have to piss. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm looking around, and every, anyone who knows me, I like my drinks. So I'm like, I don't have anything to drink. I'm like, this is not this this match needs to end. I don't care if we win or lose, <laughs> which is really bad because I like to win. So I'm just like, ah, I don't care. Just fucking end it, man. Well, yeah, I made coffee at one point, and by the time I was able to get up and get some, and we weren't done, I just was like, screw it, I'm going without loads. Yeah, it had shut off. The auto warmer had shut off. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn it. <laughs> So matches can last for fucking ever in that game. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, we were fucking. There's a lot of times we we're just steamrolling, mm. and there was a couple times we'd start getting steamrolled, and then we'd still beat them. Yeah, there's a, a few rounds where we only had one point, and I was like, I was like, we have to take something. Like we're just they're gonna lock us in our spawn at this rate, and then all of a sudden, like, like you were psycho specifically would usually like like screw it. They're they're obviously right on top of us, and you go. To the back, yeah, and then all of a sudden we just start squishing them. Yeah, I'm not opposed to doing a wide flank in a game. Yeah. Like if it's not working, people will repeat the same thing over and over again. Oh, we found and out in the hallways, keep fighting each other, keep fighting <laughs> each other, and eventually I'm like, this isn't working. We're wasting time. Yeah, that we have to do something else. So I'm like, I'm gonna go on a fucking hike. I'll see you guys in like about an hour. And I just like run off somewhere, <laughs> and then I'm like at D, and I'm just taking it. And there's like one guy sitting there, just like on his phone. And I'm like, pop. And I'm like, spawn on me. Spawn on me. Spawn on me. Because <laughs> that guy's just like, he's like, what the fuck are they all doing over down, down at fucking A? I'm just going to hang out. not. Just, I'm just going to reap the benefits of a win. Defense points, yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah. But that's what I've been playing. So I, if, I don't know if you want to continue from that game and move on. or uh, I can. I, my list is going to be short because most of what i've been playing is is the games that we're supposed to be playing for plus club and game of the month so mm-hmm. i've been spending a lot of time in divinity both solo and with other people um i've been playing some overwatch here and there i saw last it's, time i checked your hours on divinity you had 27 hours i'm sure you're higher than that now so you've you've been playing it just a few hours yeah. here um so yeah that's fun ish uh, and then just I'll find it with you. <laughs> Might as well that's, grade it, right? No, um, but that's all I've been really playing. Fourteen, fourteen, of course, is mm-hmm. standard. It's, it's always on my list because you know it's the MMO I played. But uh, that's pretty much my list. So I can't really talk about it too much because they're all stuff we got. That's always the, the well. That actually almost never happens for me because everyone knows I play everything constantly. But fucking, it, it's kind of rough when you only play the games that we have to like stay kind of quiet about. Unless we talk about Battlefront 2 for fucking 15 minutes like we did. Um, that will never happen. So take that as you will. Um, but yeah, if I play those games, I'm like, well, I can't really talk about that. So, um, Oh, real quick. I do want to say uh, something we learned in case you're playing Battlefront for the first time. Uh, if you have more than four people, you can still group up together and play together. It'll just mm-hmm. put you in random squads every match, but you'll still be able to play the same matches together so yeah it has a system like uh battlefield where you can squad up with four people because in battlefield and battlefront you have a whole team but it's made up of different squads of people um and we were thinking 
that possibly we could have a squad of four and if we get more people who want to play they can make a squad and then maybe there'd be like a server list like if you're playing on pc or something like that and we'd all just try and join the same server and then fucking uh join the same team that was my original idea and then eventually we started going like maybe we can just make the squad have them make a squad and then we found out you can like click on someone's name and just jump into their game and be kind of a weird roundabout way of getting to the same game but the game does allow you, even though it does, it's very strict about having four people in your squad, you can still invite an extra two people into your party, which is interesting. And then they, at that point, it's chaos. It's just like, I don't know, some of you are going to be in the squad, some of you are going to be in a different squad. <laughs> yeah. And they're just kind of shuffling around. Like, four of us were playing for a while, and then fucking Cody showed up, and as soon as that happened, just kicked Psycho out, and now Cody's in the team. And he's like, he's like, oh, what the fuck? He's like, he's the fifth wheel. And I'm like, I agree. <laughs> I don't. I don't disagree with you at all. I don't know why they put Cody in and fucking kicked well, you out. And then, and then when Josh joined, it would just pick two random people. Yeah, and you're with two mm-hmm. randoms essentially. Yeah. So it was just always just shuffling people out. Yeah. I mean, I was always going to be in the squad, but well, we're like, still in voice chat together. So like, yeah. you still you can still coordinate. Um, and it actually still shows anybody who's in your party with a green symbol over, over their mm-hmm. head, as opposed to blue. Um, which was nice. Even if they're in another squad, it was still showing that they're your friend. Yeah, it's a really smart system. Yeah. So. so when we're running around coordinating and steamrolling and winning constantly, fucking, it's because we're going, okay, let's all go to D and just fucking destroy it. Okay, D's done. Let's all, all just rush A and fucking destroy it and get that kind of like six-person coordination, which anyone who's not playing in the squad uh, or a group of six people is not going to be prepared to fight against that because they're not probably communicating. Specifically nowadays, people are all in party chat nowadays. No one talks in games anymore as much as they used to, which is good sometimes, but kind of depressing other other times. But um, so they're, they're just going to have a disadvantage against uh, more people working together at the same time. Like we would be coordinating pretty much everything. If something wasn't working, we'd all be like, all right, let's try a different way, blah, blah. Or like you said earlier, me and Psycho would flank off somewhere try and change something up i would i would sometimes just go attack one of their points to make and start killing people because i'm i'm like i can kill people pretty okay and i go over there start murdering people and they would just i wasn't even trying to take it if i could i would yeah but i was just trying to get them to start coming over there like oh we got to go fucking defend d and lighten the load essentially yeah i did so, that a couple yeah. of times too essentially yeah. poke the hornet's nest yeah, yeah. well because yeah. i i mainly played um uh heavy and then also the the fucking jump jet dudes i fucking love them but um and i would just go over there and just fucking do, 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 just unload at people and start wrecking mm. people so which was cool so yeah long story short you can you can play with at the very least we found out six people in the same party uh in the same game which is very cool uh, i'm glad we weren't restricted that would kind of suck that, that would have kind of sucked if fucking some of them just had to go play somewhere else like so yeah, glad we don't have to figure that or you know try and figure out some weird workaround, like goddamn sea of thieves. Yeah. <laughs> Show and be like, hey, can I be in your party? Can you guys leave so I can invite my friends? Ah, uh, yeah, I guess. Thanks. <laughs> it's just weird. It is weird. Uh, anything else, Chris? Nope, nope. That's it. That's what I've been doing. Um, I'm going to start off talking about Star Wars Battlefront 2 since we were talked about it. The only things I really want to add to that whole thing is um, not was not a fan of Battlefront 1. I've talked about it before on the show, but if you're new here, I thought that Battlefront was a very premium AAA developed shooter that felt as hollow as a uh, free-to-play shooter. Um, so it was like the most premium, best-looking free-to-play game that I spent $60 on. Oh, I didn't, but a lot of you guys did. And uh, it was just, I, I was like, this is 
this isn't good. This it felt like Dice's side project. Yeah, like they're like, oh, we got a Star Wars license, and just make Battlefield. It'll sell. Just make Battlefield with Star Wars skins. What about content? Eh. It's it's Battlefront. The old ones they didn't have like a bunch of stuff, which they did. But um, they're old games. Like yeah, so it's newer. Make it better. They didn't. Um, and then with this one, I played the beta and I was like, oh, no, they did it again. <laughs> and I was playing in the beta. I'm like, this is a really, really good looking free to play game that's going to be $60. So it's not free to play, but it feels like one. Um, had like no content. Fucking, even when it came out, had like barely any heroes or some stupid systems to get those heroes that were very fucking unfair. Um, they just made a lot of mistakes. I'm going to say this and that's it. The game has come a long way. And when we talk about it on Plus Club, I will have a lot to say on it, like a lot. So uh, stay tuned for that because um, I'm actually excited about what I have to say about it because it is very uh, interesting to see how much they have worked on this game, um, regardless of if I like it or don't um, or somewhere in between. Uh, there's been a lot of work on this game by people who uh, definitely didn't want this game to just be left behind its legacy to be that's that game that failed. They they definitely wanted to make it cater to anybody who might like shooters or Star Wars, they can play it and hopefully have a good time. And you can really feel that when you when you play it. So, uh it it, it was cool to see uh my experience from the beta, all the backlash and see the end result that I've been hearing about forever. People have been fucking going, "Oh, it's great now. It's great now." I'm like, "Is it?" <laughs> are you trying to build up your community i get it like there's no one to play with i remember like a year or two ago i went on twitch it was on sale it was during one of the three so it was two years ago um because i was at home for that one and uh they were talking about that uh they had a guy come out was like yeah battlefront 2 is having all new stuff coming out blah 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 and i'm like i would hate to be that fucking dude right now because he's just coming out no one's no one's excited and then i was like is it good yet? I, like I went on Twitch and I was like watching around people and like three of the fucking people I watched, they got into a game. One of the guys was in a game, but there's nobody in there. And he's like, I don't know why people don't play this. And he's just around shooting. And the other guy's like, I can't get into it. Like he was just at the loading screen. Just going like, I can't get into a game. Like nobody's on. I was like, that game's dead. That game's dead as fuck. And then we played and obviously it's on PlayStation plus. Mm. So there's going to be a lot of new people and some of them might not stay, but there's a lot of people playing and you can tell a lot of new people are playing. Cause when I started playing, I was one of them. I was like, uh, I mean, it's a battlefield, but some things are different here. So I got to learn it all. I got to learn these maps. So fucking crucial in FPSs. map. Just understanding the map is so important, man. I'll play FPSs with people and Maybe I'm seasoned on it or something. And they start playing it and they'll start going, oh, God, I like the, making excuses, feeling, sounding frustrated or whatever. And I'm like, dude, you just got to learn the maps, really. Like, you got to find a gun you're going to be into. You got to find a character, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But once you get the map down, you understand where the enemy's going to be coming from, where the choke points are, all the shit. That really fucking matters. So in a game like this, it's just a giant fucking field of shit. I'm just like, all right, got to learn the map. I'm going to not do well for a little bit. And then after I learned it, you know, got a lot better. But you would see a lot of people just doing random things they're trying to figure shit out mm -hmm. they'd be like an atst and they're just fucking trying to like sh they're shoot rockets off of the sky and shit and there's just people out in the woods like fucking using their gadgets and trying to like do shit and i would of course kill them but i'm like oh you're new too okay cool i was you i was you five hours ago okay <laughs> i've come a long way um 
<laughs> so yeah, uh, I'll watch. Obviously, we'll have a lot to say on that because we already talked about it quite a bit. Uh, let's see. Speaking of games that take forever to fucking play, a match. I played Valorant. Um, I downloaded it. It's only like seven gigs, which is pretty neat. Um, Does that include the uh, always on? Oh, it's, well, you can turn it off now. Oh, okay. You can right click and say quit uh, Vanguard. I think it's called. Uh, no, not Vanguard. It's something like that. It had the Valorant symbol on it. But um, uh, so I think you can turn it off. But it is always on. Um, when it installs, it's like we gotta re- restart so we can turn our shit on. And I'm like, okay, take my info, China. Maybe spyware. <laughs> so I I just don't like the idea of it. Um, I played it though, and it is pretty much exactly what I was gonna be. It is Counter Strike. Um, with heroes in it. Uh, people keep talking about Overwatch. It's not Overwatch at all. It's Counter-Strike. It's 100% Counter-Strike with heroes in it. That's it. Um, things I like about it. I I actually, I actually think it's a very clean-looking game. Uh, the way they made that game, it runs on everything, I guess, which is very cool to hear, and I think it looks really good. Um, it's not the best-looking game ever, but it's very clean-looking. It's a very safe-looking game. Uh, kind of reminds you of Dauntless in like how it's has very minimal textures, uh, but everything is very smooth, smooth. circular. <clears throat> it, it looks really good. Animations are way better than I thought they were going to be. Um, I was playing at the reload animations, everything. All the hand movements, everything's really well-crafted. Um, so they definitely put money into it. Um, also, one thing that I noticed about it that... You, you don't notice in most FPSs, it has very tight aiming, like the tightest aiming I've ever fucking uh, experienced without having to go into uh, mouse and keyboard settings and have to change things or turn off fucking mouth or mouth mouse smoothing. I fucking hate that shit. Mouse smoothing is the worst thing ever. It makes it so when you move your mouse, it will has this like slight slowdown to the movement. I'm like, I, I grew up playing fucking Quake. I need to be able to flick that fucking mouse over and stop immediately. <laughs> um, so I always have to turn that off. And some games won't let you turn it off. Like Ubisoft's really bad about shit like that. Um, so this game, as soon as it starts, it go the mouse goes exactly or the 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 reticle goes exactly where the fucking mouse goes and it stops immediately and i was like wow that's that's crazy like they, they really want this game to be a competitive skill-based game um yeah uh i pretty much like everything about it the only thing i don't like is i don't i don't even dislike the guns i don't like when they shoot they don't feel impactful they don't feel powerful when you shoot people, and this is probably because they want to sell this game in China, um, you don't get like a blood effect or a hit marker, which you're used to in games. And I, I'm a big fan of Arma. I don't need hit markers at all. I like a game where I shoot a person. I don't know if I got them or not. And then you have to like kill confirm. You have to fucking look and make sure you took them out. So I'm all into that. But there's this weird little puff of like red smoke that goes uh, above their head when you hit them. And it's it's not good feedback. I'll be shooting at somebody and I'm watching like fucking... You know, my gun just lighting up and there's going, and then every once in a while a little puff smoke goes over their head. I'm like, dude, that's not, just take it away then. It doesn't help that much. I don't like it. And then like a lot of the guns don't, the game is very much like get headshots, get headshots. They're powerful, get headshots. And, but all the character models are like very, they're not like Overwatch or other games where they're really like cartoony and big. They're all very like humanoid. So their heads are pretty proportionate to their body. So it's kind of hard to get those headshots. It reminds me of Counter-Strike. Um, 
but so many of the gun, guns don't feel powerful. They don't feel like some of the guns will drop you in like two shots, just easy. And then some of them you're just like unloading for days and it just, it, it feels off. So, and that's such a crucial thing for an FPS. I don't care what you offer me. If I don't like shooting in the game, I'm not going to want to play it. Right. Um, the maps are set up like, uh, like CSGO, um, mm -hmm. which I can appreciate. Um, I didn't play it long enough to see what you unlock in it, but it seems like pretty typical run of the mill shit. Um, so that's not very exciting for me. Um, I do like the counter strikes, uh, system of, uh, playing a match, getting points, spending it on guns temporarily. Uh, I think it's a good strategy. I think it's also smart that they implemented the hero, uh, system into the game as part of that system. So you have a base move that you get to use, uh, but then you have to between matches buy uh, your moves and then also buy them and equip the amount of times you can use them per round. So it's not a, like a cooldown system where you have to like always be able to use it. You have like three charges. It's kind of MOBA esque in that way. Well, it's yeah. kind of CSGO esque and like buying two flashbangs. Yeah. Except for now they're moves. So I was playing, I don't know any of the characters' names. They're all kind of generic named people, but um, she's like a wind chick. She was in all the videos early on and you're able to like fucking. Do a bunch of hand gestures and fly around Wuja style. Knives, um, throwing knives. Yeah, right? yeah, and uh, she was fine, but um, yeah, you had to buy all the charges for her moves like that. One of them, she just puts one down. And it makes a little orb that you can't see through. There's so many moves that just like don't let you see through stuff or let you see through stuff, yeah. which is fine. But like none of them were exciting. I don't know. I like every move I saw people use. Seem very blatant. Like one one move is just like there's the enemies and it just shows them red through the wall. And I'm like, okay. And there's some moves you can just shoot through walls with, which is mm -hmm. cool. But at the same time, like nothing was like really like, oh, that's a cool idea. I was just like, okay, that's like a flying move. Okay, that's a hover while aiming in the air move. That's a double jump move. That's an X-ray move. Um, the game also has an emphasis on sound, which I think is pretty cool. I'm glad more and more games are working towards that. Um, you can run at normal speed and then you can hold shift to slow down, which reminds you of like CSGO. Um, mm -hmm. And then if you crouch, you move even slower, but that all lowers the amount of sound you make as well. It's not hunt. It never will be hunt. It's not as good as hunt, but um, <laughs> it's neat that they even did that. So, um, but the game doesn't really lend itself to that. It kind of does like, cause in Counter-Strike or something like that, you're gonna sometimes hold a point, wait, and you're here and then you're gonna get ready. But like so many people in that game and the game, just came out to everybody um so many people are new in there and, and everyone i played with everybody's just running gunning pretty much and then like yeah. everyone's all popping out from behind a wall and shooting and doing the typical stuff you see in fps but that game is really going to lend itself to high skilled people dominating people who are not it has a ranking system i believe which is good but um it's it's gonna turn into a run and gun high skilled shooting fest which there's nothing wrong with it, but the sound aspect of it only helps so much. And it's not even that great. So it wasn't anything to be excited about. Um, but overall, I think there's potential to this game. I think it definitely, uh, um, I think it's welcome. I think it, it does offer an alternative to Counter-Strike first off. There's not really another other, there was a bunch of free to play games back in the days to play like Combat Arms and fucking Soldier Front. There were all these uh, essentially copies of, Counter-Strike. So I've played a bunch of Counter-Strike clones, Counter-Strike, all that shit. Um, but in 2020, to have like a premium AAA made 
alternative to it. I think it's really neat, but also bringing in because like the hero shooter does well sometimes, but other people try and do it like fucking crucible and no one gives a shit. Um, so they're really smart and going, we want to make a competitive siege CSGO style game, but people also seem to like heroes and hero shooters. So let's just bring some of that element into counter strike. And that's what isn't they did. It's isn't what it is. being made by riot games too? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that makes sense. They, they make League of Legends, so yeah. that it makes sense that they would really focus on the competitive scene as well as having unique characters. So, Well, they're so devoted to that competitive aspect. They wanted to be an eSport because they were talking about their technology of like low latency connections on their networks. They were That was one of the biggest talking points when they revealed this game. They were mm-hmm. like, it's going to be fun, guys. They're like, this game has this technology that you will never experience like from our servers and blah, 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 and an anti-cheat system that no one will ever be cheating against you. I'm like, wow, they are very much trying to like sell you on like this game is your skill and your skill alone. This is competitive. Please put money into the esports scene on this game. Yeah, that was pretty much the, the, their whole spiel when the game fucking was announced. Um, but it, it, I, I'm happy to report that it's it's not bad. There's some people who are really kind of poo pooing it. And there's people who fucking think it's like the best thing ever, and I think it has potential uh, already. But I didn't enjoy i enjoyed the idea of it i like counter-strike so when i start first start playing i'm like all right cool i'm into this and then i start shooting people or getting shot at i'm like it doesn't feel right they need to balance some shit and they also need to make guns feel better it feels so fucking vacant it feels hollow empty just fucking the gunplay just doesn't feel good um so hopefully they can do something to fix that if they don't you know i don't have to play it a lot of people are gonna play it uh, but I would like to play it, but it's not its not a fucking priority for me. Like, I'm going to go right back to playing many of the other FPSs I, I love playing right now way over Valorant. So, um, but all in all, it, it it's cool. It's cool. It's worth checking out um, if you want that always on fucking uh, anti-cheat hanging out on your computer. Um, you don't know what it's doing when, when you're not playing. Just going, it's just sitting there going, hmm. What, a newspaper. What'd you say to Becky on Facebook? Very interesting. I'm gonna send this to some people. <laughs> okay, what's I gotta do with Valorant? Uh, it's free. It's a free play game. Just wait for the you next DLC that has nothing to do with what you were talking with Becky about. Plenty of new content coming for Valorant. Mm-hmm. Don't worry about this. We're gonna keep you fed. Um, yeah. Been playing Conan Exiles, of course. Been just working on rebuilding Rome. Um, got my compound pretty big. Got a really big wall. Uh, I've started working. Uh, I should just have a video of it, but I don't have a video of it right now um, of what I'm talking about because you guys aren't playing it with me. But pretty much out this giant compound I'm working on. I made a gigantic fucking wall. Um, I've worked on another section of my city that's on another side of a river with a bridge connecting the two. Over there, I'm growing plants so I don't have to go fucking harvest my own um just trying to make shit civilized up on the hill uh above my my little compound city area i'm gonna start working on buildings and then over where the iron is that everyone's welcome to have who's on the server it's for everybody (laughs) it's not mine it's everybody's um i've made some horizontal elevators that go across the area over there uh that go to this little shack that's elevated. So if you're over there and getting attacked by uh, monsters, you can run in there if you're about to die or if a sandstorm's happening and you can't get back to the town, you can just run in there. I also have an elevator that goes all the way to the top of a cliff there that also has iron up there as well. So you can literally just, if you want to go like, I think I have like 2,000 iron made right now over there. 
uh, also with the iron I have over at, you know, in my town. Um, so it's like a whole operation. You can just live over there and just work on iron. You can sit there, break rocks, break iron. Uh, there's trees over there to cut down. It's pretty much where I'm just getting all my rock and wood now to keep building everything. Um, so yeah, I pretty much got, I've pretty much conquered the land in that area. Um, I need to go into newer areas. Although I did, I did get a horse, uh, a while ago. Um, and I rode all over a lot of the areas I already know. I played this game prior and I, I have, have explored quite a bit of it already, but a lot of it on the east side of the map, I haven't explored that much, but, uh, pretty much went through and collected a lot of the places you can, um, discover, uh, that I knew of, uh, all across the West area, um, went up, captured a bear cub, got attacked by bears. I'm sure they're very angry. I stole their child, but they're happy and healthy now. They're nice and big. I fed them. Um, also got a rhino. I got we have two hyenas because I got a hyena, hyena for Chevy, and then he captured a hyena. So I was just running by. I saw the pup, and I was like, "Hey, that's mine." Well, now we have two. So um, a couple other animals. We got a zoo going on. I'm gonna build an area for them um, where all the animals will go. Uh, fucking Doctor Do little shit and. Uh, yeah, my big plans is I'm I'm flirting with the idea of making another wall, but that <laughs> takes hours. Um, but I like the end result. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna make more walls. Gonna there's a place north of me where there's a bunch of skeletons, and they do their own thing. But if you ever go up there, they'll aggro you and they'll come after you and start attacking you. Kind of want to build a section where you can choose if you're gonna go into that area. You can walk through a gate. And go through there, so they. Can, but if you need to come back, you can run through and shut the gate, so they can't follow you. Um, that way, it's just kind of shutting them out of my area completely. Um, and yeah, I'm just gonna keep building and building and building stuff. Uh, at some point, I'm gonna start working on a second compound. I don't know when I'm gonna do that. And I'm almost level 50, but it takes forever to fucking level. Even in the 30s, but in the 40s, it's really slow. Um, also, shout out to Josh. He made an elevator on a wall somewhere. Did he post a picture in Discord? The nope. bo- the both wall. He's like, I've I've built a horizontal elevator for everyone on the both wall. North wall. He was meant to say that, but it was a typo. I just like the both wall. I don't know what the north wall is, though. I know there's a wall up there, but I don't know which part and where it's at. He's like, I've <laughs> built it. I'm like, if I see it, I'll use it for sure. <laughs> I don't know where it's at. Um, he posted that picture, too. It's just a rock wall with an elevator. I'm like, Looks like it works. I don't know where it is though, so I gotta go check that out. Um, Josh's zone thing going on up there. Pretty cool area. Um, and yeah, I'm playing that, liking it. Played Divinity Original Sin two. Uh, just kind of reacquainting myself with it on PC because uh, I played it on PS4, and it's so much better on PC, and it looks so much better on PC. Plays so much better on PC. I gotta uninstall it on my PS4. I gave them money. That's fine. I don't mind supporting them. They're a great developer, Larian Studios. Uh, but uh, I'm not playing on PS4 ever again. So I'm, I'm done. <laughs> unless unless my PS4 came with me somewhere yeah. and somebody wanted to play like co-op on the same screen, which is great. Yeah, I would play it on there. Mm-hmm. Um, but mm-hmm. if I have a choice, I'll be playing on PC. And that's starting to happen a lot lately. Everything I, I have on my PS4, I'm like, I can just buy that on PC. I'll just play it over there. So I'm slowly just going back to my PC master race roots. Um, I, I fell into the slump for like years where I was just like, 
I'm an old working man. I'm going to come home from work. I'm going to sit there and go, and just play video games, <laughs> hold the controller and slouch in my chair and just kind of, and then just go to bed. But I was like, I have a great PC. It plays everything at the highest graphics. I, I, I really like mouse and keyboard, specifically in shooters. I used to be really into that shit. Pretty good. And I started playing Hunt and I was like, I don't want to play shooters on console anymore, really. <laughs> Unless I have to. And then we played Star Wars and I got back into it and it seemed to be fine, but I so Except prefer for mouse and keyboard. Huh? Except for sniping. Yeah. Well, I don't touch it. I know that. Yeah. That's every FPS on, on yeah. console. I'm like, I'm not sniping. I'm not even going to try it. I'm not interested. It doesn't feel right. Uh, yeah. So I've been playing that. Played COD World War II. We will talk about that um, at the end of the month. Uh, what else have I been playing? Played Star Wars, COD, Divinity, Conan, Valorant. And then I've been dabbling some old MMOs, uh, namely Lord of the Rings Online and Warhammer Return of Reckoning, which is the uh, private server for uh, Warhammer Online. Um, hopped into both of those because uh, back in the day, I used to play all the MMOs. Anytime a new MMO came out, I would fucking download it. I would play it. Free to play one came out. I'd download and play it. Just try them all out and shit. And um, that was an era in gaming I really kind of miss. And we've been talking about MMOs a lot on the channel lately. Like every every fucking taste cast, we've been having long segments where we talk about MMOs. And uh, I I almost feel like there's a possibility for a resurgence of MMOs to come back here soon. And uh, I, I can get into that in a sec. But um, uh, I started thinking about MMOs that I missed out on or MMOs that I enjoyed. I remember really, really, really liking Lotro back when it came out in 2007. I played it back then. I played the beta. played when it came out. Um, I played up until Minds of Moria came out. And then I stopped playing. Then when I went free to play after uh, Siege of Mirkwood, um, I, I, I'd never bought that expansion. But, uh, but the free to play thing happened after that, I believe. I think there's one other expansion after that. I don't remember at this point. Went free to play. I returned, made it a separate account. I can't find my old account, which sucks. Um, played it free to play, and I fucking kind of hated it because I was coming from playing that premium pay for monthly experience to the free to play experience, and it was just such a fucking downgrade. It was it was so depressing yeah. that I was like, well, I guess I'm done with Lord of the Rings Online. I won't play it ever again. Well, here in 2020, which is crazy, I have returned to it, and uh, I've been playing it, and I still really like that game. It's really weird. I really like the world. I really like the uh, classes. I really like the amount of work they put into the detail of the world. It feels lived in, which is very rare for me when it comes to MMOs. A lot of MMOs feel kind of like just a field for you to complete missions and move on. And in Lord of the Rings Online, it feels like they put a lot of work into the the NPCs all doing random jobs and walking around. And you know the game's dated for sure, the way it looks. But a lot of times in the moment when you make a game and you put a lot of work into the graphics, even when those those graphics age, they depreciate slower if you put a lot more work into the details. And like there's like fields of grass that are blowing in the wind and lush trees and bushes everywhere. And when you're looking for things, you have to actually like go running through the woods and find them and stuff. And it it, it has a sense of adventure to it that a lot of MMOs even now don't really have. Um, so it's been kind of cool to go back to it. My biggest complaint is... It is ran by, you pretty much, you coined this term for me when it comes to this, but uh, house flippers. Um, there's companies out there that will wait for a premium game to start failing, and they'll buy it, uh, probably for cheap. And then the company that made it just 
recoups as much money as they can and moves on to develop another game. And then these people typically will kind of take like the ruins of that game and make a free to play game out of it to get more people to play it, new people to play it, and hopefully kind of siphon those, you know, uh, lower amounts of money from them over time. Um, and this game does feel like that in, this, in a sense. It still does play really well, and I like almost everything about it, but everything is monetized in that game. Um, mm-hmm. Every quest has a little like blue door next to it, and if you click the blue door, you can spend a coin, one of your Lotro coins, which you can buy, to teleport to the, that quest. So wherever that quest is at, you can go to it. You don't have to do it, and I don't do it. Of course, I'm not gonna fucking spend money on that. Um, it takes away from it takes away from the fucking the the journey of the game anyway. It would be so boring just to fucking teleport everywhere. Um, but everything, everything can be bought in that game pretty much. Everything is accessible. You want to be level 120, you can buy that, which is not anything new for MMOs in general. But you can, it's crazy. You can be level 100, I think 30 in that game is the cap right now. So they really Oof. fucking went nuts with that. Um, plus it has like three expansions since I ever fucking pay attention to the game again. But uh, but all in all, just returning to it, 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 there's a lot of nostalgia there, which is weird. I When, when WoW Classic came out, I was like, you're just going to sell people an old fucking game? Like, that's kind of lame. You, they must be really unhappy with fucking WoW if they're going to go play that shit. And kind of true. Um, but now I'm playing this, and I'm like, I get it. I get it. Like, I'm returning to something that I have really fond memories of, even if it's tainted by all the, the shitty monetary aspects of it. Um, all the things that I enjoyed about it's still there, and none mm-hmm. of it's gone. Um so it's been interesting to play that, uh, but also, uh, like I said, kind of playing games I kind of missed out on Warhammer um, online when that came out. I played the beta for that. That's it. And back then I wasn't, and I'm not into Warhammer, but I am into it now in the sense that like I've played enough games from War, Warhammer games now that um, I think the world's pretty cool and I'm actually interested in it. I used to kind of look past anything Warhammer. I'm like, ah, that's stupid. That's stupid. I'm not into that. I'm not into that shit. Um, and Back when this MMO came out, I was in that mentality. So I played the beta. I'm like, I don't know what any of these fucking people or classes or anything are. I don't know anything about this goddamn world. This is all just a wow ripoff, all this shit. And, uh, you know, played the beta, just never played it again. And then here in 2020, I'm playing it. And um, it's pretty cool, actually. It's uh, it's a uh, PvP-centric MMO. So there are, um, you know, just quests you can go do. But most people play this game for the PvP. I guess mm. you can start PvPing like right when you start playing the game, pretty much. Um, has a lot of classes. The game uh, still looks pretty decent. I mean, it looks it looks older, but um, but uh, it, the thing I like about it is has it has characteristics to it that are so Warhammer. That's one thing I, I remember when I when I first played the very first Vermintide when it came out. And I was going through the, one of the levels, one of the first levels, and you're going through this dark city, and there's like this like creepy green glowing lights and there's like giant fucking towers in the moonlight and shit and it just has like this really crazy like old school but almost kind of gothic look to it and i was like this is neat looking like this is crazy shit this is like this doesn't look like other fantasy that i'm used to and uh you know i'm playing this and and with that new mindset that i've had for years at this point but it's new compared to when i first played the game um I'm running around this MMO. I'm like, that's neat. They made a whole fucking Warhammer MMO. It's so weird to come back this late and be like, oh, this is neat. So I just wasn't the demographic. And I wonder how many people just slept on this game because they're not Warhammer people. Yeah. I mean, Warhammer games are made for fucking Warhammer people. And then sometimes people like me slip in and go, 
oh, this is cool. And then you end up buying Space Hulk and shit like me. And then you're like, ah, it's okay. Uh, I appreciate they tried, but they didn't have the budget. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm playing both of those games. And one thing I, I kind of want to discuss is uh, the, the only MMO I've been playing in recent years has been Final Fantasy XIV, essentially. There's been like a couple of ones like, you know, PS, PSO2 we've played recently. But I would not ever compare that to like a traditional MMO. But um, and when I play Final Fantasy XIV, we've talked about it a million times on the fucking channel. But the 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 big thing I have to try and tell people before they get into it, because the game is polarizing. Some people will love the game. Or no, Chris is here. These guys, I like it. And then you're going to have people who will try and convince themselves they like it over time and eventually just kind of decide they don't. It's like this long, slow, fucking on your deathbed process that I've seen <coughs> multiple times. And then some people go to play and go, nope, I don't like it. And I almost respect that more because you're not having to go like, ah, do I like it? I don't know. I like playing with people, but um, which I've seen all these happen. And I think one of the biggest reasons that the game's so polarizing like that is because Final Fantasy 14 is unapologetically its own game. And I, I think what's really cool about the game is it it's the it's Final Fantasy 14. Mm -hmm. So Final Fantasy, obviously, everyone who's watching this is a fucking plays video games. If you're not, if you don't play them, gonna give you a little crash course real quick. <laughs> Fucking Final Fantasy is a is a JRPG, and uh, it's a JRPG series, and that's a single player series. Of course, there's ones out there that have you know their own little variables that might dabble in multiplayer. It's rare, but some of them do it. Um, they're single player, story oriented, traditional JRPGs, and Final Fantasy XI, Final Fantasy XIV are MMOs. They're massively multiplayer online games with a bunch of people running around doing stuff. But they still, at their core, even though obviously you're raiding, you're doing dungeons, all that stuff, the questing's very story-centric. Mm -hmm. So much of the questing is is running to a person and finding them and talking to them. And they, and if you read it, they're telling an interesting story. They got interesting things. Some of the characters are funny. They, you know, There's comedy there. And it's got those live-in qualities of a JRPG where you don't want to leave because you just kind of like everything around you. And then, uh, and so, so, so much of the story uh, telling is is crucial to your progression in the game. They really want the game to feel like a JRPG, uh, which I think is awesome because it's not Final Fantasy Online; it's Final Fantasy fourteen. So I appreciate that they that they really are telling a story that some people say is one of the best Final Fantasy stories out there, um, which is you know huge. That's a huge fucking thing to claim. The thing, though, why I feel like that is polarizing for people is because we went through fucking years of playing traditional MMOs uh, that were slowly crafted and finally found the secret sauce that was World of Warcraft. And a lot of people copied it. Some people kind of did similar stuff to it. Uh, and then there's just like any game you play in an FPS, there's just some things that everyone's going to do. Because it just works. It's not that WoW made it up. Someone might have did it before WoW. But certain things, you just do in an MMO and it makes sense. And Final Fantasy fourteen obviously lends itself to some of the standards of MMOs. But, like, you know, it's it's got fucking healers. It's got DPS. All that shit that you're going to, you know, very few people have deviated from that, like Guild yeah. Wars 2. Um, mm. But because it is... It's 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 questing is so different feeling in a lot of ways to a lot of traditional games, and that's something that's being kind of reintroduced to me again playing these older fucking MMOs. Um, I think it's not as gratifying for people who are ex like 
you eat certain food all the time, you love this, and then you try something new, and you're like, eh, I like it enough, or I'm not really into it, and you go back to eating what you eat. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like that with MMOs. I think people are, because lately I'm like, I just really want to play an MMO, I really want to play an MMO, and then I play 14, I'm like, I enjoy this, but and then I play these older ones, and it, it scratches the itch. I'm like, oh, my brain is is telling me I want to play a traditional MMO. I miss, I miss the 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 heyday of, of MMOs when there are so many MMOs. You find the one you're into and the one you really enjoyed, and, uh, and there's so many options. And surprisingly, a lot of these options are still around. It's fucking crazy. Um, and some of them don't exist anymore. And some of them never got to breathe. Life fucking EverQuest next. God damn it. Um, I was looking forward to that game. So I thought it was I thought it was kind of interesting playing these both I'm playing two older MMOs right now and they both have they they don't feel the same but they feel the same as traditional MMOs and 14 I think is is just this isn't even saying like 14 you're not part of the club stay out it obviously does a lot of the things MMOs do it does so many things especially at the end it does what they all do 100 <laughs> it's, it's got the end game but but people have to get to that for sure and so if you're not the journey's different if you're not prepared yeah for 100 if you're not prepared for that story centric single player feeling. Yeah. Uh, you can't progress any further unless you complete the story arc uh ness of fourteen. It's gonna throw you off because you play WoW, you play any MMO really, and you start in a zone, you run around, you talk to people, they're like, Go go find my chickens. They ran off, and then you run to a field and there's just chickens wandering around the field, you're like, Oh, there's a chicken, click, click. <laughs> Click, click. Oh, wolf. Leveled up. Cool. Oh, here's some loot. Blah, blah, blah. And there's there's less, like I said in, in Final Fantasy 14, there's less like, oh, go down into, go to the castle, go upstairs, find the guy, talk to him, cut scenes happen. You're going through this whole spiel. And it's like, okay, after that, you got to go talk to the other person. And then you go over there. Like, if you're not someone who's really playing MMO for story, mm-hmm. it's going to be difficult. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be careful here because I, I, I love Final Fantasy XIV. I think it's one of the best MMOs ever made. But um, it's it's different. It really holds its own in, in what it does. And obviously, people fucking love it. It's one of the most popular MMOs that exists um, right now. But um, But it's just interesting to see how much it deviated from MMOs because I'm playing these older ones and they're they, – they just bring me back to that time where a lot of these MMOs had very similar systems uh, while feeling different. Warhammer feels very different in the sense that it has all these classes that don't, they, they, they feel, I don't know, they just look aesthetically different. They feel mm-hmm. different, but they all have the same roles that you'd expect. I'm playing a dude that has like a fucking squiggle fucking octopus arm and shit. And like, as you level up, you get to transform into other things and it gives you different properties and stuff like that. I'm like, I, yeah, exactly. It's weird. Yeah. I was looking at him like, I'm like, okay, okay. That's interesting. That's interesting. Um, what, what race are you? I don't remember. I don't know the names. It sounds There's like a, a chaos warrior. It, I think it is a chaos warrior. Yeah. Um, but he's got mutating, mutating arm and it's, it's interesting. There's like crab claw and fucking all sorts of weird shit. Um, I got an axe. I could throw people and stuff, which is pretty cool. Um, and then I, of course, fucking got my salt spire. As soon as I start playing the game, I saw a goddamn witch hunter. And I was like, "That's that's who I'm playing." And then I found out later it's it's a, like a fucking sneaky blow up character, blow up shit character. Um, I was like, "That's weird." Um, but I picked him anyway because that's why I play in Vermintide. So I was like, "Fuck yeah." Um, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of an interesting thing to, to go back and play those. And then, uh, so do you guys have anything to say? Just 
on that? Do you see where I'm coming from? No, yeah, I see where you're coming from. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I, like you, I, I I grew up pretty much dabbling in all of them, and I still I have played those early fucking MMOs. Yeah, and I would say I have a soft spot for quite a few of them these days um, <clears throat> that I could probably still go back and play. Um, Guild Wars would be cool. I mean, here's here's a, a, a weird example. Uh, Guild Wars 1, there's actually, I've seen a large amount of people wanting them to just remake it because of the state of Guild Wars 2 right now, I guess. That'd be cool. <laughs> I was like, that's kind of crazy because there's, it's funny because Guild Wars 1 and Guild Wars 2 have very similar ideas where like, you know, you, you hit max level, you finish the story, also story centric. I don't know. Mm. Uh, yeah. But there isn't like the traditional end games, all cosmetics. Well, Guild Wars 1 was like that too. But for some reason, the way Guild Wars 1 played, I liked more than Guild Wars 2. Guild Wars 1 and 2 both tried to do their own thing. For sure. And they're so much so that they don't feel the same. They're not the same at all. Yeah, way. but they both deviate a lot from yeah. traditional MMOs. They both are going, what are the things you just expect from MMOs? Let's let's try and break that. Yeah. And I appreciate that And yeah, when and it I, works and when it doesn't. I have fond memories of, of Guild Wars 1, um, just like I have fond memories of... Um, I loved when I first played the first uh, Guild Wars and like, there's like different damage you could do from different positions. Like if you're on hills versus if you weren't. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's cool. Cause so many MMOs are just like, you run up, you fucking, you tap fucking target them and then fucking you just attack them. Well, and being and, able to like, like build your, your move kit. Yeah. Was and to really like strategize. Cool. Yeah. yeah. So sure. that was something that I really liked. Um, and trees, like you couldn't shoot through them. And back then in MMOs, you're shooting through fucking rocks and everything. You ramp on a rock, a bear would just fucking Spider-Man up it and start attacking you. And you're like, what the hell? <laughs> a lot of games, even still, the monsters are still pathing, doesn't matter. But uh, no. uh, Line of Sight is bane of most healers' existence in all MMOs. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, but then even like, you know, Dark Age Camelot is one of the first ones I, I really kind of got into. And that's, I mean, that's an old school one back towards the like everquest one days i dabbled a little bit in everquest one i don't have a soft spot for that one i, I had a hard time i liked everquest two a lot everquest two had neat things to it but i had struggled to get past like the initial part of the game every time for some reason i just so. like the sheer amount of classes when that game came out well it's overwhelming yeah. but i mean everquest one by the time I and mean, how many expansions has everquest one have at this point like 500 30 that's my guess more i don't know anyways um <clears throat> You know, Final Fantasy XI is a big one too. I'm actually, uh, I just found out they're still technically working on the, the remake, remake? No. Whatever. They're making a mobile game of it, to, so, so that are they, yeah, they're porting it to phones. Yeah, so that it can the story can survive on because once again, these are Final Fantasy games still, regardless. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the story, they don't want it to just disappear. So they're trying to find other avenues for people to access that, which is uh, cool. It is. Um, you know, and, and that being said, um, so I, yeah, I've, I've played in the the EQ age, we'll call it, the post WoW age, mm-hmm. and then all the experimental stuff that happened after that, and then into faux MMOs, which is kind of where we're at at this point. Yeah, um, and I like them all for different reasons. I love in you know in faux MMOs, it's the, the hop in, hop out, right to the point. Which uh, almost feel closer to like a cooperative game that you're playing. They do, um, and they got that that they got all the the things you want. They got the progression. There's still storytelling. There's still lore. Mm-hmm. There's loot, um, and if you're PSO, lots of social features. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
you know, and then, yeah, your, your, your wow era of MMOs, um, with the exception of 14, I will, I'll say, uh, they have the, the more, you know, refined systems back from your, your EverQuest days, but they still have that exploration thing that, that EQ kind of like brought MMOs brought, like you get to explore a world. Um, and I like that as well. And then obviously, as we say a million times on this channel, me, me and Chris specifically play a lot of 14, um, and I just really like the game, but I'm also a big JRPG fan and I like the MMO and game stuff that they have in the game. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, there's very few MMOs I could turn around and go, I didn't like this. So just as a whole, I like pretty much that whole entire ecosystem. Um, but I do I've played a, some MMOs I don't like, but yeah, there's a few for sure. Or I, I won't even go as far as to say I didn't like them. They just didn't do it for me. Activision made an MMO back when Korean and Japanese free play games were becoming popular here. I was playing them all, and it was one of the first free to play games I was seeing out of a Western developer. And it was Activision that was doing it. Uh, I think I owned it, somebody else developed it. I forgot what it was called, but um, you could play up to level seven, and after that, you had to buy the game. But they're <laughs> like, it's a free to play game, and uh, that's not a game, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't think you guys get what yeah. what this what this is like when it comes to free play games and obviously it's come a long way since then but uh i didn't like the game at all yeah it felt like they were trying to get money well i think we're still struggling with that with uh modern day uh looter shooters that they're struggling to find the keeping power i guess staying power yeah yeah, yeah. so how to uh, keep you there because the Cause journey's it's, fun. it's fun yeah. when you play it but once you've gotten to the conclusion, it's hard to keep people in it. Mm -hmm. And I've seen, I see that across the board. I don't know a whole, a whole lot of people who stay with those games. Think, Some stay a little longer than others. I think but, Destiny 2 has been probably the better, best example out of all of them. Yeah. And well, Warframe actually 100%. is, is the, the biggest one yeah. out of all of them. But Destiny 2, um, even that, like right now, they're kind of in a weird spot, supposedly. So um, hmm. it, I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of crazy. So, um, to bring this back to your question, I agree with what you said. And mm -hmm. I, I do think, um, I do think, especially with, and we kind of discussed this already mm -hmm. outside of the show, but uh, with people being stuck at home and looking for ways to socialize, you're seeing resurgences in the category in general of, of just the player base. Because you said there was a bunch of new play people playing Lotro. Yep. I've seen a ton of new people in 14. I'm sure there's a yeah. bunch of people revisiting WoW right now. I mean, I've, I imagine if you were to look at the numbers, pre-march and post-march on mmos i bet you they're up so yeah um that was the thing is uh you know even like a month ago i'm sitting here talking about mmos are dead and they are the genre is dead at this point because nobody's clamoring to jump in and fucking make a Except game for amazon for some reason there's no money to be made there <laughs> but in this you know pandemic world we're living in where people are staying home more you're seeing a rise in everything uh when it comes to digital stuff but specifically, um, people are looking for ways to socialize at home. And that's you saw Animal Crossing sell a shitload. And you're seeing MMOs get more people playing or people coming back. But also old MMOs. People are remembering, oh, I used to play that MMO uh, while I'm sitting at home. I wonder if people still play that. Um, and the reason I'm, I know that is because when I was doing research on Lotro, I was like, do people still play that? I was looking at the comments. There's people in 2020, a bunch of them, going like, this game's still around? And I'm like, so you guys are all coming back like I am right now, <laughs> checking on this game. And all these people are just as surprised as me. And there's all these videos on YouTube. People are like, Lotro in 2020, question mark. 
I'm like, you guys are making videos on this right now? Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Um, and then when I'm on Twitter, they gave out like 800 and whatever the fuck uh, quests that you had to buy, which is stupid. But they gave them out for free because of this situation. So I'm like, that's good. I mean, it should have been free in the first place. But <laughs> I'm glad if I'm going to come back, it's when you gave those fucking those quests out. Yeah. Um, but there's all these people in the fucking in the thread just going like, thank you. This is amazing. Blah, blah. I want to hop back into this game. Stuff like that. And I'm like. People are playing MMOs again. That's interesting. And then you look at Amazon and they got a new MMO coming out, which I don't know how well it's going to do. I hope it does well. But they're one of the only people right now who has the balls to make a AAA, seemingly AAA uh, MMO. Then they're also the ones who are funding the new Lord of the Rings MMO that's coming out, uh, being made by, I think it's Athlon, who's owned by the same parent company that owns DE, who makes Warframe. So that's interesting. So there's a new Lord of the Rings game coming out through Amazon, and that's going to be an MMO as well. So Amazon's doubling down on MMOs right now. And then, and only recently, it seems, there's interest in MMOs again. And almost out of necessity, but also rekindling it. So there's almost something happening right now where I'm starting to think, if you were going to try and make an MMO or put one out soon, I think in the next three years would be the time to do it. Yeah. To add to rumor mill stuff, uh-huh. um, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yoshida, who's in charge of Final Fantasy fourteen, and I technically he's in charge of Final Fantasy XI, um, was given uh, a project a few years back that's supposed to be like like a main main game, essentially. So a lot of people are suspecting it'll be Final Fantasy sixteen. And then recently we found out that uh, the guy who did Dragon's Dogma and helped with the combat in Devil May Cry 5 is now part of that team for that new game. He hopped over to Square. Um, hmm. there's, so there's rumor going around that we might be getting another MMO out of Square too. At That'd this cool. point, what the fuck? So I'm I'm honestly hoping it's just a main number sixteen. We never got that fucking front mission MMO, and I'm pissed about it. Yeah, it was a bummer. Um, yeah, I'm just I I don't necessarily want it to be an MMO. I actually kind of would prefer it to just be another main title. If it's if it is in fact going to be Final Fantasy, I hope it's just a. Step. You mean sixteen being yeah. an MMO, or just the Final Fantasy MMO, or 16, just a new MMO? Because they would. Well, I, I kind of don't want Square to make another MMO right now. Period. Just because they already operate three. I'm the opposite. I want them to be making Final Fantasy sixteen, and they're big. They can make an MMO. Yeah, it'd be awesome for them Oof. to make some kind of sci-fi MMO. <clears throat> I mean, I I wouldn't be like so against it. I you just would fucking play it. Sure, but as soon as it came out, you playing it. My my concern there is they run 11, 14, and Dragon Quest. Eleven runs in itself, Japan, baby, on your phone. And then here, you know, uh, eleven and fourteen, and then internationally eleven and fourteen. But yeah, right. I don't know. Why I just, am I? I don't know if the Dragon Quest. Hmm. Dragon Quest in Japan only. No MMO, new one. They'd have. They'd be a second one. At that yeah, point, a world world released one for everybody. Sure, that'd be that'd be neat, but like, I don't see that happening, unfortunately. I don't either, but do it. <laughs> Anyways, that was just rumor stuff. It's it's a likely new front mission MMO. It might not even be the next Final Fantasy, but with the turnaround 14's had and success has had, Final Fantasy 16's gonna be being worked on though. Sure. It's gonna happen. Well, and this project yeah, sure. is already three years in in the works at this point. Yeah. So because 15's done, 7's been worked on. It's out. Seven's still being made by... They, they, their teams are called First Division, Second Division, Third Division, whatever. First Division's the one that's making 
seven. And Very smart. If there's like division one, division two, Ubisoft <laughs> would be hitting them up. Um, like, excuse me. <laughs> so first division, which is the main division, is making Final Fantasy seven, seven right now. They're still working on that. It's not going anywhere. Uh, I don't know what Second's working on, but third division is the one that Yoshida is now in charge of and is making a new title. So hmm. as long as it's not Kingdom Hearts. No, they'd probably give that to the guy who's making seven <laughs> since he made Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I know a lot of you guys love it. I just, uh, I just don't care. I want to play something else. I didn't mean to derail that too much. It was in in the MMO spectrum. It's a general it, discussion. It, it could be oh, yeah. uh, another MMO. So that's potentially three at that point. So I don't, I don't have the same perspective as MMOs, I guess, as you guys do because I haven't played a lot of those older MMOs. Mm-hmm. My introduction to MMOs was World of Warcraft, and I which was a lot of people's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I started playing that purely as really is to troll one of my friends who was playing it. I was joking around that I was going to make a character and gank him the whole time. <laughs> and then I just got addicted to it. Damn. Um, so like for me, like it doesn't feel like I don't feel a big, super big difference between 14 and wow for me, other than the storytelling, like the hard, like inclusion of story into the main quest lines and like watching those videos and really listening to everybody talk. I remember when I played WoW back in the day, I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. I don't give a shit. I'm just playing a level and, and get up there quicker. Mm-hmm. But I find myself taking my time now to listen to what the NPCs say and like listen to the stories. And like, and they give the warning of like, hey, there's a lot of cutscenes here. Set some time aside. I, I like lock my door and I'm just hunker down. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I never played any of those. Anything before World of Warcraft, I've never played any of them. Yeah. If you want a uh, a fun experience sometime, because I think the servers are still up, uh, go play Lineage 2 a little bit. Don't. Okay. <laughs> that game literally is just kill things and level. It's a grind. That's, the whole thing. Well, that's old MMOs. EQ was that. Dark Age Camelot was that. So I think the only game that I have a big interest in that's an older MMO would be Eleven, Because I played that a little bit. Oh, you didn't play that At one point. I played like for like five levels, but I played by myself. And back then, it was not a game you could play by yourself. So I got frustrated and yeah. stopped playing. Yeah, it's been a long time since I played that, but uh, I played it recently. You did? Yeah, I rebought it. Hmm. I was gonna try to get through it. Apparently, you can do the whole game in like two weeks now. So, and by yourself. God damn. So I wanted to check out the story because I never got to finish it. Good I just missed the the fucking the Japanese people who would always be. Fishing as a uh, were they tartars? <laughs> yes, tartars. The little short people. Yeah, tartars. They fucking yeah. uh, they just be at the river twenty four seven fishing, just speaking in Japanese. And I come up, I was also a tartar, and I just be standing there looking at them. And they just like turn and look at me, and they just, like be typing in Japanese at me. I'm just like, I'm like hi. <laughs> and I had to go questing. And I come back by, and I just like look at them, start dancing with them and shit. <laughs> they're always there, just fishing, and they're talking, so they're there. It's actually one thing I, I wish uh, more of most in general would just do, but specifically like 14 would do in prison to like 11 is that 11 had everyone played on the same servers. And so mm-hmm. there was a really good auto translation system built in so you could still communicate, but it made the player base larger. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically the part I'm looking for here is an, is a good auto translate system so that you can have a larger community of people to play with. So, um, right. cause even 14, it's all separated. So, is it? Yep. Hmm. Yep. Yep. Japanese, Europe, uh, German, French, and English all have their own little language. Well, server-wise, there's Europe, Asia, 
America. Yeah. So I'm like Call of Duty with people all over the fucking world. Can't with 14. Those fuckers suck the blue, blah, 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 blah. Though, <laughs> yelling at me, I'm like, all right. They have said that they have an idea of how to break the wall down to make everyone be able to play with each other. Mm-hmm. And they're working on that right now. So it is in the future, probably. So, But it's a networking mm-hmm. thing they got to figure out. So, uh, Yeah, I would not want to be on the team to work on that shit. Me either. I no, hate networking. No, thank it sounds you. rough. <laughs> But yeah, I uh, I get where you're coming from with missing that sometimes though, because even mm. like I've had an itch to start over uh, Final Fantasy 14 a couple of times just to level again, because I'm not really doing it that way anymore. I'm at the point in the game where I have to grind dungeons to level mm. uh, with characters. I don't have the questing experience anymore, so um, and I do kind of miss that aspect of of playing MMOs in general, just the questing part. Um, Cause I don't have that's, it right now. That's the thing too. Yeah. Like just running around in Lotro fucking doing all these like quests and like actually like running down like fucking like little brick roads and stuff out in the middle of the woods and finding these little tiny towns, these bigger towns. And people are like, go check, check fucking my traps to see if I caught a rabbit for me. And I'm out there and like, I can tell it's just like a percentage chance. There might be a rabbit in these traps. I'm just like running around clicking on them, clicking on them. I'm not getting it. I'm not getting it. And I remember when I was younger, I used to fucking hate that. I'm like, dude, just drop, just drop, just drop. But now I'm like, <laughs> it'll drop. And I'm just like clicking, clicking. Finally it happens. I'm like, all right, I got it. And then I just like go off and like, it's, it's just weird. The mentality has changed, but mm-hmm. like going back and just doing that, those simplistic quests for some reason, just fucking, it just brings me back. It's weird. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, hmm. And there's all these fuck. I'm seeing all these people in these like because I, I had to restart. So why well, I did I deleted my character's shit and restarted? But like there's all sorts of people fucking running around in the beginning areas. So I'm like people are playing it. That's cool. Yeah, and and I'm sure a large amount of those are new people. Uh, though something I've I've learned over years of of playing MMOs too is the people who play those MMOs and love them they'll just reroll characters constantly to just do it again. Yeah, because they just want that experience again. They're they're chasing that feeling they had, you know, essentially the first time they did it. So, uh, I don't know. Like I said, I'm kind of having that problem right now, where like I want to just start another character and like do the the journey again. Because first off, it's been a long time, so I don't remember the story as well as I used to. Mm. Uh, in fact, there's been you know a community member who kind of gave us crap because. Uh, was asking lore stuff and I was like, I don't remember. And they're like, Well, for a story based MMO, you guys don't really remember a lot. I was like, It's six years of storytelling. There's a lot of fucking story there, all right? <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, you're asking about one side character with those little side simple quest. I don't remember that shit. But it did kind of remind me that, you know, sometimes it's good to refresh stuff. I mean, I replayed Final Fantasy VII a couple times at this point, the original, mm-hmm. because I was like, It's been long enough. So, same idea. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense in that regard. Mm hmm. Specifically because how story centric the game is, and well, and just trying to tell one missing questing. That's, yeah, that's a big part of playing too. MMOs. Like yeah. uh, even when I attempted to get back into WoW a few years back, uh, I was just running around questing, and I was having enough fun with that. But then it was feeling too samey, and I had to stop playing it again. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. It'll be interesting well, if people are making MMOs right now, though, because I, I, I do kind of want to be able to explore a new world again. So, Me too. And because there isn't the money flowing in the genre outside of the ones that are already established, mm. no one's, no one's going to do it. Except for, you know, 
the the market's fine in like Japan and Korea, but fucking a lot of it's on mobile as well. So I mean, I'm not interested Oof. in that. But uh, because well, they're all unapologetically so, asking for money. Yeah, in the Korean versions, which I get. So. You got to make money. I get that. But fucking, you got to make me want to enjoy playing the game and mm. not try and like do cheap shit to fucking make me feel like I have to spend money. Um, but uh, so I mean, I'm sure there's there's still free to play MMOs coming out over here from over there, but um, I'm not hearing about them. So if people are playing them, they're not talking about them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I do want to look up, I used to, when I was younger, look up like, you know, what all the new MMOs coming out this year or, you know, just to kind of get ready for them. And then I play all of them when they released and I haven't done that in a long time. So I kind of want to see what's out in 2020 or 2019 ish, like what came out, what's new and what's the best, what are people liking the most, just to kind of reorient myself with, the genre itself, because it, it's it is kind of tired right now when it comes to the genre. Because you're gonna play 14, you're gonna play WoW, you're gonna play Guild Wars 2, and then there's a couple other ones in there. Some people are playing Old Republic. Some people are fucking playing. RuneScape still thriving. RuneScape it has a whole new resurgence. I had I've had like two people go, excuse me, which RuneScape? I'm like, I don't know. Yeah, I don't either. I played RuneScape when I was in fucking high school for five seconds because i was judgmental people playing runescape i was like you play runescape and i tried it at the library for some reason because i was just bored and i was like why do people play this because you can play it on a browser is that why they fucking play it that was a long time ago i fucking played this shit that's the last time i ever fucking played that game that's the last time i ever thought about that game yeah it's the last time i talked to anybody about that game so then in fucking 2020 i'm like runescape like runescape three or two or the remake of one or what i'm like I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I didn't know any of this happened. And be like, oh, yeah, it happened. All of us play it. And I'm like, you guys play it? A lot of people No do. one's talking a about it. A lot of people. It's crazy. Yeah, a lot Frank, of people play it. Frank plays RuneScape Classic all the time. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I would say, I think there's it's, a younger it's generation. Second most subscribe or second most played MMO. So I'm fucking 33. There's people who are like three, four years younger than me. They all got into RuneScape and they fucking love it. I just like barely missed it. It's like cartoons. You go back. And people are like, I love this cartoon. You're like, nah, I was a little too old when that one came out. That happens to me all the time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, hey, Arnold was cool. Fucking, I, I watched Rugrats when I was a kid. Fucking uh, Ren Stimpy. That's why I'm the way I am. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> Beavis and Butthead. Yeah. But also, I was watching goddamn Rocco's Modern Life. Those are all great. Cartoon Network during that era too. All that shit. But then people are like, fucking Danny Phantom. I'm like, fuck no. Get that shit out of my face. No, no. Same thing with RuneScape. They're like, RuneScape. I'm like, nah. Yeah, I moved on with my life at that point already. Kids in their newfangled games, get out of here. I had my suit on, my briefcase, I was ready to leave the house and go be a businessman at that point. Really the only 2D MMO I can even remember playing a lot of was Ragnarok. Yeah, Ragnarok was dope. I'd still play that game. Still, uh, It's free to play now, so. <sighs> I don't have time. I don't know how, it, well, my no, that, is that's a grind right now. game, but. Used to run a uh, private server that game one point too. I remember that game. People would put fucking uh, teleporters in doors where you had to go, and they would walk in the house, and then there'd be a teleporter thing. I just warp you back into the house. Yeah, constantly. people were assholes. No, no one game. could ever leave. Yeah. I was like, and it was like online. All these people are just like, we can't leave. And like I'd enter. I'm like, ah oh, fuck. And everybody's just like <laughs> stuck in there. I'm like, this needs to be fixed now. What the hell's happening? This that, is huge. That reminds a me big of uh, deal. mailbox trolls in, in World of Warcraft. They'd stand on top of the mailbox so you couldn't click it. It was like in their body. Yeah. 
Uh, I love that if it can be done, they will do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, wait, I can I can upset people. Yes, okay, hold on. The guy we play uh, 14 with, uh, you know who you are. Uh, anytime I hope they do. Anytime we go to like open a treasure chest, they'll immediately run over to it. So you click on them instead. I've just every gotten, time. Every time. So I just hold X now. Every time you. Every up. time. Yeah. Every <laughs> timing. Time. Timing matters. You can't just do it every time. <laughs> So yeah, I just got used to. Fortunately, fourteen has if you hold X, you can't click on people. So just hold X and click on treasure chest. Good. Wow, there's <laughs> a system for that. Why do you do it then? At that point, if people just click through, sometimes because it's you'll click on them. It's harder for console players to have that option. Oh, yeah. Time to upgrade. It's your fault that they're doing <laughs> that. No, it's not. Yeah. Fucked up. Anything else? No, I mean besides like, uh, was it August so now? Three hour episode. I think it's <laughs> August that that Amazon game comes out. Yeah. So. Something like that. Be, yeah. I would look it up. But games Gamespot will just lie to me. Speaking of Gamespot, huh? Call them out. Yeah, because they're like, wow, it's coming out this month still. And I read that on the show and I looked up. I'm like, no, it's not. Yeah. Liars. You guys are professionals. <laughs> Professional liars. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of those. A lot of those around the world right now. Yeah. So, um, let's guys have everything else to say? No. Let us know in the comments, what have you guys been playing? What uh, are you super excited about playing right now? What would you recommend us to play? What games do you not recommend us to play? You played something that's shitty and you're like, don't play this MMO. It sucks. This is why the genre is dead. Um, but also let us know your thoughts on the MMO discussion that we had. Um, what do you think about specifically Final Fantasy 14 and other MMOs? What's your go-to MMO? I'm sure a lot of you are playing WoW or played WoW. Uh, are you a RuneScape person? Are you upset at me for fucking saying anything about that? Um, you didn't mention RuneScape EX plus Alpha. Yeah. How dare you? Equals friendship. Um, what, uh, what older, more obscure MMOs did you play? Um, and do you think they're, uh, is anything whispers in the wind on fucking maybe a resurgence of MMOs coming back? Do you, do you think that could be a thing? Do you see evidence for that? Do you thinking, nah, it's dead. It's over. It's over forever. Some people are like that. It's so weird. Every once in a while I'll talk to someone and they're just like, yeah, it's done forever. I'm like, nothing is. Everything comes back. What are you talking about? Um, yeah. But let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. And uh, yeah, let's move on to the next topic an hour and a half in to this episode good conversation and uh first taste cast of every month we always go through the game releases talk about what games we're excited for what games we're not excited for and uh all that shit hopefully we're going through GameSpot. hopefully they're accurate if they're not <laughs> yell at them but let me know so i can make a correction and uh yeah we have a pretty pretty small list this month which is nice very welcome so in june we're in june this year is fucking flying by um a lot of sitting at home this year. Uh, June 2nd, we got Valorant. I played that. Um, oh, one thing I was going to say about Valorant that I didn't. Uh, matches take forever. It's crazy. You did, I did like fucking 10, ra- 10 rounds, and it's like switching sides. I'm like, why? I don't want to be here that. It's a fucking first-person shooter. This isn't Battlefield. It's weird. I, I don't like it. They ain't shorten that shit. Um, let me know in the comments if you agree or not. Uh, Valorant came out June 2nd for PC. Then uh, June 5th, we got uh, or had Clubhouse Games 51 Worldwide Classics for Switch, uh, which I honestly was kind of, well, we'll talk about it. Um, Command and Conquer Remastered Collection on PC. 
Outer Worlds on Switch. All came out June 5th. Um, it's the 7th. Okay. I was like, what day is it? Wait. Uh, <laughs> then on June 9th, we got Grounded coming out on Xbox One and PC. June 16th, we got Desperados 3 coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. It's pretty neat to see a game like that coming out on uh, console. Uh, and also Disintegration coming out June 16th on PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Then we got on June 19th, Burnout Paradise Remastered coming out on the Switch. Last of Us Part 2, very small game coming out on PS4. Uh, June 19th. Then we got uh, June 23rd. We have Little Town Hero. Love the name. PS4. Then we got SpongeBob SquarePants Battle for Bikini Bottom Rehydrated. That's like a Japanese title of a game. Um, <laughs> PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. It's coming out for everything. And then mm-hmm. Ninjala coming out on Switch, also June 23rd. Then June 26th, we got Fairy Tale coming out on PS4, Switch, and PC. No Xbox love. That's rude. Um, June 30th, we got The Legend of Heroes, Trails of Cold Steel 3, rolls right off the tongue, coming out on Switch. And then lastly, June to be announced, Pokemon Sword and Shield, the Isle of Armor expansion. You guys better get on and fucking find out when that comes out. We're already in June. (laughs) It's going to be announced. Well, we're almost halfway through June. So... That's the list. Anything uh, really kind of getting you excited? Things not really getting you excited? I mean, honestly, the only thing on here I even am interested about is uh, Last of Us Part 2, and I'm not even going to be the one playing that. So I'll play it. I'll play it right for you. The, right in front of you. The rest of them I either don't know or they're a remaster of something that I'm not remasters. in a rush to get. Or they're rehydrated. They are. They are. That's a rehydrated game. That's, I think, the first time I've seen that. I'm glad. It might have been thirsty, and I'm glad it's not anymore. I that I really don't have much for this month. So I, I have. I wish I could be excited for Pokemon Sword and Shield, and actually, whenever they're done developing that game, I'm looking forward to potentially getting it cheap and being able to actually play it. Once with... they're done developing it? Once, <laughs> once that game's finished. Because so. they just keep adding stuff to it, which yeah. is cool, but I don't want to keep buying chunks of it so fair chris uh apparently the same boat as chevy uh just i mean excited for people who want to play the last of us too um but just i'm not really big into uh spoopy games myself either yeah (laughs) so there's not really much here that i'm super super stoked about personally for myself uh that maybe at the what was it uh the legends of heroes Maybe I don't know. Legends games are always fun. What is what is it? I don't. Is it one of those? No. I think I played one. Man. No, Maybe that's that's some weird fucking indie cowboy game. I think, which would be weird if Chris was excited for it. The Legend, I mean, I think of something else. Think of a different game. Yeah. My bad. Uh, just yeah. Overall, then I'm just kind of like me, me. No, oh, it's not. It's Command a, and Conquer. It's, it's uh, Command and Conquer Remastered Collection. I'm, I'm kind of. I need to check that out because I played a lot of that when I was a kid. Um, so I want, I want to see how well they did with that. Yeah. Uh, for the record, that Legend of Heroes Trails of Cold Steel is a JRPG, but it's not part of the... It's not, um, I think you're thinking of Tales. I am thinking of Tales. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that game's good, though. I'll have to look into it. I didn't know it was a JRPG, so now I'm kind of interested. Yeah, the user score was 8. eight. Hmm. So. Interesting. Glad we, glad we found that out. Hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, Command and Conquer. That that I mean that, that makes sense. Um, I forgot that was even fucking coming out. It's out. 
Yeah. Out. Yeah. Uh, I, I played Valorant, so uh, I guess that's knocked off. Uh, oddly enough, curious about the Clubhouse games. I think it'd be kind of neat to just have that on your Switch. Not a game I'm going to rush out and buy, though, but that'd be one of those times that maybe I was just in the shop. I'm like, yeah, fuck it, and I'll buy it. Um, Command & Conquer Remaster Collection, I'm really interested in. I want to look at that because Command & Conquer is one of my favorite RTS series um, outside of... Uh, I'm said Empire Earth, which is also great. Mm-hmm. Um, fuck. Age of Empires. Age of Empires. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Holy shit. I love those games. <laughs> um, and I forgot their names because Empire Earth, uh, which is also really good. Uh, Command and Conquer, though, um, I'm probably going to buy that because uh, fucking RTS, getting some love, that's that's awesome. If I, I want to support that. If it that. runs well, I'd probably do the same. I get really weary about that just because there's a lot of companies, especially when the bigger companies, when they do these remasters of games that probably have smaller demos to buy them they don't put a lot of work into it so yeah well it's fucking ea so i'm just like we'll see so i I need to look into it but if it's looking good i mean there'd be no reason for me not to buy it um desperados 3 i'm kind of interested in i'm not really a fan of the series um but it's it's like a turn-based cowboy game so like any turn-based game you click you move characters you shoot each other but you also stealth through and stuff like that it looks kind of neat um Disintegration, I didn't really hear much about after the beta. I got access to it, but I didn't play it. Um, and pretty much what people were saying about it, from what I did hear from like the publications, they all said like it's okay, but not really that great, which what I was kind of worried about. So if it if it does well, I might pick that up because I'm kind of curious about that. Uh, Last is part two. I have to buy. Um, just I gotta I gotta continue the story that I love. So uh, whether it's good or bad, the gameplay is gonna be awesome. Um, very excited. It's a high profile game, and they picked a great month for that to come out. Uh, every time they delay that game, it's just kind of rolling the dice at this point. But this month, there's nothing coming out, so they pretty much get to own this whole month. Uh, hmm. Yeah, nothing else. <laughs> I'm gonna look into <laughs> Legend of Heroes because I I don't know anything about it, but there's a lot of games here that is do nothing for me so yeah man, that was pretty fucking easy that's a really easy month really really easy last was last was though part two i'm, I'm really excited for so uh really excited to find out my fate what is that little town hero i, I think it's like a like a uh we saw a thing on it one time and it looked like a look you run around to fucking that's pokemon yeah i didn't click that i clicked this pokemon's <laughs> at the bottom it says pokemon still I'll just look it up real quick. Yeah, it's a bad link. Yeah, it's a shitty link. Thanks, GameSpot. Get your shit together, motherfuckers. God damn. Um, But yeah, not really excited for anything here uh, outside of Last of Us. But uh, I... I, Well, no, that's not true. Command & Conquer sounds cool if they do it well. Um, Yeah. Little little Town Hero is a re-release. It was released in 2019. Wow. Yeah, I I knew it. I remember we watched a video on it. I think during one of those like state of plays or ether or something like that. Yeah, I'll have to check into it. I I vaguely remember the screenshots I just looked at, but uh, it's got a pretty like borderline review score. So mm. yeah, which is pretty decent for me. A lot of times those games when they're kind of mixed, I still end up liking them. So, mm. but if they're always like really high, I'm like, oh, okay, everybody loves it. That's great. So yeah, anything else you guys want to say on that? Really easy month. Gives you plenty of time to play the games that we have to play this month. Except for the yeah. month's the third over and we haven't started one of them for sure. And I need to play the other one. Yeah, but you've already put in a bunch of fucking time into one of the games. That's and true. you typically wait on that shit till the last day. 
Well, so I can't do that. This with... is progress. <laughs> it's much better. Let us know in the comments what games are you guys excited for in June? Is there a game that we missed? And by we, I mean GameSpot. Um, and uh, <laughs> is there something you're really excited for? Are you excited for The Last of Us Part Two? Are you not? No spoilers, please. Um, and if you do, somebody actually um, discussed very vaguely spoilers on one of the uh, videos recently, but they put a big thing at the top that said, if you're not interested in, in spoilers, do not go further into my comment. And at that point, I didn't delete it because I was like, thank you. Yeah. Like, that's fine because mm -hmm. people know what they're getting into. Just don't, I don't want somebody scroll through the comments, trying to be part of the community, wanting to talk or at least see what people are saying and then getting it ruined for them. So I for really sure. appreciated that. I, th I think it was great good that did that. So thank you. Um, but yeah, uh, what games are you excited for? Have you played Command & Conquer Remastered? Should I pick it up? Uh, and uh, yeah, let us know everything you think about. Do you like Valorant? Um, let us know everything you're thinking about in the comments below. It's that time of TasteCast where we read you guys' comments, we reply to them, and we reflect on the weeks prior, or the week typically, if we're good about it. Um, and uh, read your comments, reply to them. Make sure to type in hashtag AskTLG if you want your comment to be considered more so than if I randomly pick your comment. Uh, otherwise, I just kind of go through and see, hey, this is a conversation we had there. Hey, I like that one. That's That'll be interesting. Um, or something I feel like I need to uh, address in your comment. Um, if you want it to be, you know, considered though, just type in hashtag ask TLG. So uh, we had a, was this a fucking tasty cast? Episode 117 this is the last taste cast where we discussed, well, I discussed that Crucible is not all that great. And uh, we talked about uh, games and how they may feel addictive. It's a really good conversation. Make sure to go check that out. It's three hours. We're kind of following that right now with this. And uh, I have, um, Two comments I want to read from this one. Uh, one more so I kind of want to address because uh, it's been brought up before and we didn't talk about it. And so I want to make sure that we actually do this. And that is from Awesome Skeleton uh, who said, sorry if I'm off topic here, but what's going on uh, with Assassin's Creed on next gen Xbox being 30 frames per second? New consoles should be powerful enough to handle 60 frames per second or higher. Uh, I hope next gen console games will stick to 60 locked FPS or higher, hopefully at 120 FPS for performance. I'm sure your channel will mention this in future shows, which you were very sure of that, and it happened. Um, so this this is interesting because, and for you guys, if you guys haven't followed it too much, um, Xbox Series X, Microsoft is coming out saying that their standard of games they want to be is 60 FPS up to 120 FPS. Yeah. They want all their games to be running like that. It was announced that uh, Assassin's Creed, the new one, Ragnarok, is going to... They say at minimum hit 30 FPS. They're being kind of vague about it, um, but hoping it will be 60. And they said by the time it does come out, and this is only recent, I just read articles before this, so I know what I'm talking about as of just right now. It might change. They're saying that they're hoping to get the FPS up, but expect it to dip down to 30. Uh, a lot of people are talking about it's going to be locked in at 30. I don't know if that's what they're meaning. I think they're just saying that when you play it, it will dip down to that um, or could just be at 30 for the most part. Um, a couple of the articles I read made it sound like it's going to fluctuate, um, which also isn't that great because it's going to change mm -hmm. the way when you're playing the game, something explodes and the game fucking slows down a bit. Um, 30 FPS feels pretty unplayable when it comes to certain types of games like shooters and shit. Um, RPGs, not so much. I don't care. But um, but yeah, so uh, they came out and said that. Um, I think they said that for Xbox. Uh, so what do you guys think about that? Um. <clears throat> Well, I do know. And should should that be not necessarily allowed, but should our standards be higher with the new next gen? 
well, I don't know. Okay, so though in the comment you said hopefully 120 and you kind of brought it up with xbox i know also sony has uh also put out that 120 is kind of like the ceiling with these consoles so they can do up to 120 in both It'd be amazing to see that on a console um <laughs> well the amount of power you're gonna get for the dollar you've brought it up before but i mean it's there's not you can't get a pc that cheap yeah. uh with what these systems are going to be offering assuming the price point is what most people are, are i see online saying it's they're they're everyone's assuming 500 bucks at this point yeah so it's the safe bet um <clears throat> someone's like i actually just watched a video of a guy breaking down the hardware of both systems this dude really on twitter one time was like he's like i know someone who works on uh playstation and he told me it's going to be 558 dollars and i'm like that will never happen and he's like no he's like rest assured it will I was like, I'm gonna come back when it's not, because you're wrong. There's no way it's gonna be five hundred and fifty-eight dollars. Yeah, it's a weird number. I was like, a marketing team's gonna look at that and go, let's change that. There's never been a console that's ever done that ever in the history of consoles. Yeah, I mean, like, the closest you're gonna get to that is gonna be five fifty-nine dot ninety-nine because that makes it five hundred sixty dollars, but gives you the I'm getting it cheaper feeling in your brain. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who his fucking friend is who comes out of his steamy ass basement, fucking with his tinfoil hat on, fucking aviator goggles, and it's, PlayStation Five is going to be blah, 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 fucking five hundred fifty eight dollars. I work be, there. Oh, I'm sure you probably do. Probably be five hundred, and it sounds like there's potential for these companies to be breaking even or even taking a loss on the consoles, which is kind of typical yeah. for the beginning of a console cycle. Yeah. Well, I guess mm. PS4 like took a loss in the beginning. Um, Xbox did when it first came out. Wrong. The first Xbox, they, well, were, they were losing money on it. That was well, they were they had a, a hill to climb, so mm-hmm. they definitely were. But that used they to be what consoles were. Yep, you were hoping because these guys get a chunk off of game sales, forty uh, percent, if I'm not mistaken. So mm-hmm. I could be wrong. I just it's a lot. Regardless, so 120 is supposed to be like the 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 cap and in 60 frames i think is pretty much across the board trying to be the standard at this point um as far as like my thoughts on uh what should it be well the game developer can make it whatever they want and if you don't like it don't buy it that's just kind of where my brain is in on that um if the game's playable and it doesn't feel bad i don't care technically what the frames are um it, it looks good on paper as far as I'm concerned for a lot of things. You can tell in some regards. Like you said, shooters are a little more sensitive to it, for example. Because it affects your, your yeah, aim. For sure. But I think – I don't think there's there's a, a big deal to be made here unless the game just runs like garbage, um, which I really doubt. So, Yeah, but Assassin's Creed has a long history of releasing games that are fucked up. True. Where people's heads are gone, but their eyes and mouth are there. But in a year afterwards, it'll run fine. So maybe don't buy it at launch. Yeah, that, that seems to work a yeah. lot of times with Ubisoft games. Because Ubisoft is like the company that fucking just progressively makes their games better. Yeah. As soon as it releases, people are like, I hate this. Like, it'll be fine. So just come back later. Early adopter investing in the company or wait till the game's fixed and buy it. Because really... You want to speak through all it anyways, and if more people are buying it when it's a finished product, they'll slow down on releasing games to make sure they're finished. So, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. And I, uh, I saw people hopping into this conversation, going like, "It's probably because they're having ray tracing in that game, and it's so unneeded." 
and they need it. They should just take it out to make sure it's 60 frames per second. I'm like, I get where you're coming from. But that's essentially like on a PC turning off ray tracing because your computer can't handle it. Mm -hmm. Xbox is not going to want to do that. Yeah. They're not going to want to have their game not have ray tracing if PS5 is running with ray tracing. So they will sacrifice that FPS. I agree for yeah. playability reasons. Turn it off, but then you're going to see a significant difference. People still don't get ray tracing. Like they still they haven't gotten their hands on it yet. So like and like ninety percent when of they the hear about it, they don't get excited. Is identical. Huh? Said like ninety percent of the hardware in these consoles is identical, and yeah. by the same company, they're buying from the same companies. Like yeah, yeah. but some of the proprietary stuff's going to affect loading sure, and sure, the way sure. the graphics. I'm, can be I'm just saying as far speed. as like the ray tracing thing goes. Yeah. That graphics card architecture is the same in both consoles. They're literally using the same exact. What they thing, should do, so. I, I'm gonna solve this shit right right now. What they fucking <laughs> should do is allow you to have a fucking thing in the options on console to turn off ray tracing. So play at 30 frames per second, yeah. better graphics. They already do this on fucking PS4 Pro and shit, and I'm sure on Xbox One X. Um, turn it on if you want it. Make the game look good. It's gonna run at 30 frames per second. Not the best thing in the world, but it's playable. 30 frames per second is the lowest frames per second when it comes to playability. You can play a game at 30 mm -hmm. frames per second. But, you know, turn that off for 60 frames per second. That's what they should do. If, it solved it. If that's the problem, for sure. But yeah, a, right. a toggle right. would be fine. So, I don't, I don't, I'm a firm believer that if you're making a new console, it should run at a better setting than previous consoles. So I think 60 should be the base minimum for these consoles and the games that go on them. I get it that it could be hardware problems or, you know, interfacing problems with their hardware and the, the game console, What? but this is the next generation, if this is the next generation of consoles, if you're making a console that I can't run games on at 60, or your games can't run at 60 frames a second, why am I gonna buy your game? I don't think it's the, the console. It's Right, the, the game, the game. Yeah. If your game there's doesn't run- There's a lot of run, variables, yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it's just a lot, yeah, like you said, there's a lot of variables to it, but I think that as we progress, your stuff should keep up and advance not be the same as what we had before because otherwise there's no reason to buy it well to be competitive uh most pcs if if you have a decent pc you have an uncapped fps a lot of times mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. my computer it always defaults to like oh we're not gonna worry about fps and i'm like okay cool and i just play it and then it just goes and it's always above 60 easily and mm -hmm. so these consoles are talking about ray tracing, all this shit that you have to buy pretty expensive cards typically to fucking get your hands on. Um, yeah. And if they're going to be able to offer that, they got to be able to offer FPS the same as PC to at least be competitive. I'm not saying they have to because I think they do. I'm just saying if you want to be competitive, you got to be able to offer something comparable um, or something that they don't offer, which gets into the exclusive conversation I'm not going to get into. Um <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, I think the biggest factor here is is it's diminishing excitement for the next gen when you're not getting the boost you want. You want to go into the next gen going, these things are fucking powerful. Standard, the standard FPS on these games are all going to be 60 and up. I mean, Call of Duty is fucking forever now. Always touted. Like, they've had like two games that come out that don't do it, and they never talk about it. But most of the games, they're like... Call of Duty's coming out. It's going to hit that 60 frames per second that we're known for, and you're going to love it, blah, blah, blah. And that's one reason why people love Call of Duty. The playing is it's, it always comes out. It works the way it's supposed to. It's it's smooth. It's competitive. Um, and they brag about it. And when I was younger, I was like, why do you keep talking about that so much? But that was back when 30 frames per second was pretty standard as well. And they were like, 60 frames is better. And I'm like, yeah, it is. But now I'm like, 
yeah, you probably should be at 60 at this point. If you can't make it work, you should reconfigure your graphics and make it work. It's not necessarily the console's fault, although it can hurt the console if one console's having harder problems or harder times hitting that 60 frames to 120 and the other's not. And I'm not saying which yeah. one. I'm saying if one of them can't yeah. hit those yeah. marks as often as the other one, that's going to be a factor. And uh, be sure on Twitter, it's going to be used in the fucking the wars that take place oh, yeah. in the trenches oh, yeah. of Twitter. They're back. Well, fucking my console, blah blah blah. They're back. Well, your console. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> that would be a big selling factor for me alone. If your if your console can't run at the state the the next step of like sixty frames a second, then I wouldn't buy it. Or if the developer can't get it to work as well on that console versus the other one because of the architecture of it, can damage mm -hmm. the console. Yes, absolutely. <sighs> yeah, yeah, because it runs on three sixty. Which I, I believe the PS3 was more powerful than the 360, but a lot of games on 360 looked better because they had better lighting. Um, specifically mm -hmm. in Armored Core 4 Answer, fucking. Um, yeah, the lighting was really. The lighting good. was miles ahead of the fucking mm -hmm. PS3 on Xbox 360. I didn't even want to fucking look at it on PS3 because there's this mission. I think it's like Mission 4 <laughs> or something like that. There's this mission where you're, whatever mech you're playing, you're on an island. They're like, the base is getting attacked by missiles. You have to protect it. And like, you're looking up at the sky and there's just all these fucking missiles in the sky coming and you're fucking unloading on them and shit. Very cool. And on Xbox 360, you had this really cool, like just glowing effect. It was really scary at night just seeing all these fucking missiles flying at you. But then on PS3, like you saw, you saw like, you know, there, there's no softness to the lighting. It was just like these lights. And I was like, eh, this, this isn't as cool. Or like <laughs> boosting around and getting these like really cool lighting effects and shit. Not on PS3. Yeah. And it's because no one knew how the fuck to make a game on PS3. Not like it even, runs. It not runs. even just, Sony. Just please, just please <laughs> buy it and play it on the PS3. We got it to work on there. We got, just play it, please. We, we got great ideas on how to make amazing graphics, but our developers don't understand it yeah they're like ps3 very is very powerful and they're like yeah it is if we could fucking make a game for it <laughs> they're like well it's very powerful make that game yeah yeah so um it it has happened i i honestly think that's gonna be such a minor i, I honestly i i really think they're gonna be so similar minus a couple like things here and there you know that everything's gonna pretty much look the same across the board i'd be surprised if it didn't yeah and when it comes to the 30 fps thing i do i think it should be higher yes 100 sure. i'm with you and i think if mm -hmm. you're if that is upsetting to you as a potential buyer you're in the right 100 um yep, just don't i don't buy it. i don't know if i would be worried about it personally unless i saw the gameplay and look like shit because of the fps then yeah i just wouldn't buy it um or wait for them to patch it or do something to try and fix that because if people aren't buying it because it doesn't play well you know it that, that's things people have had to work on before in games. Um, and I do think it's valid to uh, look at new consoles and hope for uh, specifically what Microsoft is saying about their own console going, we're, we're setting a standard for 60 to 120 FPS. If they're saying that and someone's developing games for it and they're not hitting that, they're not meeting the standard of what that console is supposed to be doing. Um, right. It makes you ask questions for sure. I would also argue at that point, though, that Microsoft, uh, in this case, should not be using that game as an advertisement uh, tool. Probably not. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because it was during their thing, right? That they showed it yeah. off, and that that was the issue. Yeah. That. And that, it'll be on everything, but yeah, they, it's one of those situations where like play it on Xbox. Yeah. Maybe they shouldn't have used that as a a opening title to show off if it wasn't going to hit those marks, because we are kind of in that stage of 
getting people excited for these systems. And mm-hmm. then something like that happens and we get questions like this. So, um, you know, I'm not saying it's Microsoft's fault, but I'm saying maybe it was a poor choice to use it as an advertisement um, piece if uh, the potential was there for people to notice the frames. So I think any anything that this could potentially damage, whether it's, you know, people's perception of Assassin's Creed, Ubisoft, or their perception of the Xbox and what it can handle mm. or whatever, um, is purely on Ubisoft. Um, because they're yeah. developing the game, and I just, I just proposed a genius idea of being able to fucking let you do PC f- settings essentially on yeah. your console. Because what would you do if you're on PC and you're playing it and it's not running too well? You turn shit down. You go, mm, yep. this isn't, this isn't playing as well as I like. You know, I, lo- I love those graphics, but you can't play it like that. I'm gonna turn down the lighting, ambient occlusion, maybe fucking Shadows. turn off ray tracing. Yeah, um, like literally a lot of games will have. A whole section of of your graphic settings grayed out and it's like do you want ray tracing on and you're like yeah and then it's like okay and then you can start adjusting your ray tracing settings because it's just a whole other thing and so i think i think that's what they should do with uh with this game if it does have ray tracing i'm sure it does but i don't know so i'm not gonna say it like i know that's just something i read when i was doing my research um but uh even if it doesn't have ray tra- doesn't have ray tracing i mean monster in a world on um on PS4 Pro, you can prioritize frames per second or resolution. And mm-hmm. one looks sharper, which is nice. But And that's the first thing I did. When I got my PS4 Pro, I'm like, I want it to look better. But then I was playing and I was like, this is a game I'd really, I, I think you should be playing with higher FPS because it's it's fast paced, <laughs> you're jumping around a lot, you're swinging, you're trying to get hit by shit. And I prioritize that and it's miles ahead. Iframes are important in that game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I prioritize that. Cause I'm like, that's an, like, when I came back, it just dawned on me. I'm like, what am I doing? And I turned that on. I'm like, yeah, what the fuck, dude? Why didn't I have that up? So they should have something like that. It's already, it's already on PC. It's been standard since the fucking beginning of gaming on PC and it is already on console now. So that's what they should do. They should be able to give you the choice to do 30 frames per second, fuck around in that area or turn off shit to make sure you're locked in at 60 and up. I think that's the best thing they could do. All right. Thank you for the comment. Thank you for the discussion. Uh, And then Keith says, to me, Valorant looks boring AF as fuck. That's what that is. Uh, (laughs) Like really boring. Uh, Walking around shooting people just doesn't get my juices flowing. Uh, Not enough action. It's really odd. I thought initially I might be interested just because I love Overwatch, but nope, not at all. Um as a person who's played Valorant, finally, uh, I, I, as a person who likes Overwatch, being you, uh, I, I don't think the game is necessarily trying to get you to play it. I mean, it might it might try and trick you into playing it because of those heroes, but it's Counter Strike. If you don't like Counter Strike, you're probably not going to like this game. Um, it's it's straight up just Counter Strike uh, with uh, with heroes in it. But uh, you finding it boring and not really you know being what you want to play uh, makes complete sense. And uh, the not enough action part was interesting when I read your comment before playing Valorant. Because I'm like, well, you're shooting at people. You shoot at people in any FPS. But it's Counter-Strike. There's a lot of downtime. There's a lot of just waiting, mm-hmm. listening, holding position. Shit, I love. I love that kind of thing. But it's not for everybody. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, mean, I think it's a completely valid uh, point. Um, although, maybe you should install that forever 
uh, connected to your computer software and try it out. It's free, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's seven gigs. I should it. download it quick. Just give it a shot. Um, yeah, I don't really have anything to really say or add to it. <laughs> you don't want to talk about your love for Overwatch? I mean, both games mentioned there, I don't really have strong opinions on one way or another. So Yeah. I, I, I figured he wouldn't like it. I watched I watched people stream it when they had like the beta access to it. So I was like, oh, this is just CSGO with special characters. Yeah. That's are what you, it is. Are you going to try it? I, I might be inclined to try it if other people want to play, but on my own, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, that, I mean, that, that makes sense. Um, that seems to be, in my personal life, the general consensus. No one's interested in the game. But then I'm online, and I'm like, how many people did they pay? Because there's people fucking freaking out about this game. I played it. There's some things about it. I'm like, it feels competitive. I like the aiming. Do you Very me- tight. Do you remember the webcomic uh, Control Delete? Yeah. So the the guy uh, who made that, uh, for some reason I follow him on Twitter. I don't know why, but he went into the game thinking he was going to hate it. He was that he was going to hate it, and he ended up being like, "Man, I fucking love this game." So yeah. So, yeah well, that know. was the thing I I knew was going to happen to me though. Like when when we're talking, everybody's like, eh, eh, "I don't know, blah, blah blah." It doesn't look that good. It looks kind of boring. And I was looking at him like, "It looks, it looks." deceiving to me because it looks basic but i know they're just going to try and make a game that's going to be about the gameplay mm. and as a guy yeah. who likes shooters i was like if it's a good shooter i'll want to play it and it almost was as soon as i started playing i'm like okay i might want to play this and i shop you i'm like nah i don't like that so almost <laughs> but uh so so yeah i understand what people are like oh, i'm excited for it. i like it blah 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 because it does offer something that that isn't out so mm-hmm. And it did well for the most part. For sure. It's not enough for me. So, yeah. Anything else? Mm-mm. Nope. All right. Thank you for the comments, everybody. Moving on to the other uh, episode. I reacted to The Last of Us Part 2, State of Play, New Gameplay. It was a 35-minute episode. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I watched the whole thing, talked about it with you guys. And, uh, again, thank you, Great Gouda. I'm not going to respond to your comment because there's spoilers involved. Um, but I pretty much agree with everything you said on it. So, um, and again, thank you for not, not fucking just throwing it out there and, you know, ruining the game for other people. Um, but we got Simon, two questions, Randall, uh, saying looks good to me, super cinematic, little ambient animations everywhere. The animator team did its job. The usage of sound effects and the pretty reactive AI makes segments like when Ellie throws the Molotov cocktail on the ground and her dog, uh, feel more authentic uh, than it would in other games, resulting in violence being more impactful than usual. Makes you kind of feel uh, through the scenario of killing someone, not just from the player perspective, but whoever is getting burnt or stabbed in the liver too. There isn't more violence in this game than in the other game so far. I don't know what people are talking about. Some people are saying the game's overly violent. Uh, it's just the way it's uh, audio-visually presented that makes it feel more violent um 
Well, I'll, I'll talk about it. I don't know if you guys watched or not. Uh, far as the gameplay, it's not the mechanical side of it that it impresses me. It's basically a regular stealth game gameplay with smaller tweaks. It's more the details, ambience, everywhere that makes it stand out among other stealth-based games. The gameplay feels more legit. Uh, know what I mean? Doubt this game will fail. Even if the story ends up not being particularly great, the gameplay and the audiovisual presentation alone will sell it. But... Ellie being a master assassin slash serial killer, like in this footage, feels off and will always feel off. Lol. Um, so one thing he's talking about is the visceral, visceral, ugh, visceral nature mm-hmm. of the violence in the game. And when you watch that video, um, any of the trailers, but specifically in that state of play, they just showed gameplay. And a lot of times when you're killing people, it's like it's it's less celebrated which i think is interesting so when ellie's killing people and shit she looks like she's like straight like like really like struggling to like keep them and like stab them in the neck and she's like fucking like upset look like not like oh no i'm killing someone but it's like in real life you don't want to kill somebody but you have to you fucking trying to stop them kill them and um when these situations happen too there's parts where like she grabs somebody and somebody like yells and somebody like says their name and they're like hold on don't do you know don't do it and then you fucking she shoots that person who said that and then when she shot that person the person she's holding she's like she like says that person's name she like yells because she died and then you kill them and it's fucking it's 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 interesting the way they did it um because they're not trying to celebrate the violence they're trying to make it seem you know grotesque regretful all that kind of stuff but necessary um which i dig um but yeah, there's a very, very visceral nature to the violence in the game, which I think is, mm. I, I like it, but it's intense. And then, yeah, there's people out there going like, it's too violent, blah, blah, blah. It's like, no, they're focusing on the violence because they're trying, like in you know certain movies, you shoot someone, there's blood fucking flying everywhere. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> and then in other things, it's like really intense, horrible. And you're, it, it, it's, it's, it's an intentional way of representing it because what they're trying to convey in that violence is different than somebody who's going like this guy's a badass john wick fucking murders people it's not about the gore it's like he's getting these headshots killing people whereas you know you watch something like saving private ryan or something like that and fucking dudes like slowly shoving a knife in a guy's chest while killing him and it's like you're watching it in horror yeah um and that's definitely it's like comparing kill bill to saving private ryan the violence 100 not having an arm get chopped off a blood going because <laughs> they're celebrating Japanese cinema and shit. Yeah, but yeah, um, but that's definitely wears on the psyche, even as a game player watching the the difference. That's why people are, I think, having an issue with the increased violence. It's not that it's more than last game. It's just it's such it's deeper this time because, like you said, there's there's more personable interactions with it. There's more mm-hmm. like detailed and like how these people are dying and what they're doing when they're dying and the faces of everybody involved. It's just harder on people psychologically to see that in greater detail whereas like you know other games like like overwatch you know you just play blam 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 ha ha he's dead he exploded there's mm-hmm. no like real impact with it. it's just more impactful. well overwatch would be totally a completely different game if every sure. time you killed somebody and fucking someone's just like oh no like fucking they, <laughs> they killed uh mccree's fucking it's head dude just like on the ground like <laughs> bleeding to death and shit every time you kill somebody that game would be, it would not be a fun, like, yay, the heroes are going to win game. It's going to be like, what the fuck did I do, man? Here's an outfit. I don't want it, man. It wasn't worth it. I didn't want to fucking kill him. I saw a robot murder that man. 
but yeah, it's just it's just because it's so I think closer to it's more realistic than I think we've seen before in games like this. It's mm-hmm. harder on people to digest. Yeah. And Naughty Dog has made a lot of games where there's just a lot of enemies to kill, fucking Uncharted, which is supposed to be like a ho- like a Hollywood popcorn movie. So it's not you're not gonna play that and have Nathan Drake going like, oh my god, I can't believe I killed people. But fucking Last of Us uh, was made around the same time as a lot of those games, and like the enemies all kind of come off as like marauder type dudes running like, hey, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Like they start swinging at you and shit, and you gotta kill them. And it was like you grabbed them and they start reaching at you and you're just killing them and shit like that. But in this. Their whole philosophy, they've said multiple times now, is that there's no heroes. This is just the situation. This is everybody's experience or whatever. And another faction might just have their own things that they're striving for. And Mm -hmm. uh, you're just another person interacting with that for what you're striving for. Difference is you're attached to Ellie and Joel because you played a whole fucking game prior, getting to know those characters and liking them. Um, But... uh, but yeah, they're they're trying to add this this humanity to all the characters, which on a technical level is a lot of fucking work that they're putting into that game. Um, I mean, there's there's dogs and shit. At one point, she's just up there, she throws a Molotov right on the ground next to the dog. Dogs fucking fucking just on fire, burning. I was like, whoo! I think I said in that video. I was like, that dog is flammable. <laughs> and I thought about, it, I was like, no shit. <laughs> um, I was like, it's just a fuzzy the fucking dog. You can throw a Molotov on it. I think you can't get away from that. Um, there's even another part too where this chick's like playing on a, a fucking PS Vita. She's just like, boop, 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 like with headphones in and shit. And she comes up behind her and pulls a knife on her. And she's like, don't fucking move. And the chick's just like freaking out or whatever. And then she goes to like back off a sec. She goes to grab a gun. And she fucking stabs her. She like stabs her in the throat. And, like, after she does it, the chick's just on the ground, like, fucking bleeding and stuff. And she's just, like, you know, pissed that she went for the gun, essentially. Yeah. It was needless. And so that seems to be a tonal thing in the game that they're doing. And the perception of the game being more violent is just because they're they're focusing on it in a light that makes you uncomfortable on purpose. They don't want you to make... They don't want to... You don't want to... They don't want you to feel like this fucking action hero who's just, like, murdering people because you're a badass. But then, of course, his comment goes down to a part that I kind of agree with, saying, uh, but Ellie being a master assassin serial killer, like in the... <laughs> I like the serial killer part. Uh, like, in the footage, feels off. Uh, will always feel off. Um, you know, and the counter-argument to that is she, from a young age, was introduced to this world specifically on her journey with Joel uh, where she did, uh, by necessity, have to start attacking people and defending herself and helping Joel in certain uh, combat scenarios and getting attacked and well, even versus Joel being an adult when all this was thrown on him. Yeah. So, but, mm-hmm. but yeah, cause he, he already had an established life in a modern world and then he was thrust into a post-apocalyptic world um, where she grew up in it. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, yeah, you are running around with a bow and arrow jumping across fucking shit and, crawling around and taking people out and stuff like that and i think mostly that's just the translation through just fun gameplay mm-hmm. it looks fun to play um but then you think about you know the character like you know would anybody be like this like the like in the scenario don't know so i i get the it feels off thing i get that but um we're not talking about ray skywalker here so it's not it's not quite the same so many jokes to be had when I was playing Battlefront 2. Uh, Most of them went over my head. Yeah, you got to watch them. You don't. Just don't watch them. You don't got to watch shit. But yeah, anyway, sorry. I hijacked that. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have anything to. I didn't watch the video, so I don't know. Yeah. And then as far as like the violence thing, I mean, they they've said that throughout the development cycle that they were trying to make it uncomfortable. Which, mm. um, yeah. That's that's pretty much all I can even say. I, I'm glad to hear that the the sound effects and the reactive AI uh, are noticeable. Obviously. Pretty reactive AI. I also kind of mentioned this in the video as well because a lot of people for some reason are on this like idea that the AI in this game sucks. I don't know where they're getting that from or what they're comparing it to. Um, So many games I'm like, I'm not even thinking about the AI or I'm like, this is bad AI. And then rarely I'm like, ooh, that's good AI. Yeah. Very rarely. So I don't really think about too much. But a lot of people keep talking about it. And when I was watching it, I brought it up as well. Because I've been hearing about it, I'm like, hopefully the AI is good. Because I don't know where they're getting that from, but mm. unless they're talking about the last game that came out years ago, yeah, I don't know. But it is. I also agree. It's 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 a stealth game that fucking screaming to me because I love stealth games. That's why I liked The Last of Us as well. All right, uh, thank you for the comment. And moving on to the next episode, that might autoplay. Don't autoplay. Um, which was Plus Club, where we talked about City Skyline and Cities Skylines. I'm still having problems saying that shit. And Farm Simulator 19, uh, which I had a conversation over on Reddit. Thank you, everybody who had that conversation with me over on Reddit. I always love when you guys join the conversation over there. And for the people again who uh, subscribed from that, uh, thank you for that. And uh, welcome to the community. And feel free to comment. Um, but yeah, we got a couple comments here. And uh, I was going to read. Where is the one I was going to read? Oh, no. Um, I'll just start reading them then because there's one specific I was going to talk about. Uh, we got. Oh, this is this is the one I wanted to talk about. So uh, someone named PL uh, said, can you have the game footage as the large image and your talking heads as the small thumbnail? Uh we don't need to see you guys talking, but it'd be more interesting if we could see the game footage, question mark. This is actually a pretty nice way of asking this. Um, some people are kind of pretty pretty br- uh, blunt about that. Um, I just want to address this and let me know in the comments what you think about this. The way I do the show has evolved slowly over people um, uh, requesting certain things. Uh, this show, first and foremost, is a conversation show. Most people who are... Uh, Subscribe to us know that uh, the show's all about the conversation, but I do also like to put the footage in there so people can see what we're talking about point. as as a reference mm-hmm. point. Specifically, when we do reactive videos, uh, I assume you've watched it already. You probably ran over and watched it as soon as it released. A lot of times I got to wait all day while I'm at work to come home and react to it for the first time. And so by that time, I'm assuming you've seen that, seen the video. And so um, it is sounds kind of self-centered but it is about us our opinions and the discussion the discussion that we invite you guys to join with in every episode um so yeah it's normally a reference point but sometimes recently i've been doing a lot of reaction videos from my computer in my room um where i will have uh you know the footage on the left and then uh you know big and then on the right we're there um so i am malleable in this i had somebody only one person no maybe three people ask to get rid of the uh, words in the black bars. 
Originally, I added the black bars because I wanted to have a characteristic to my videos that looked different, identifiable. When you watch a TLG video, you'd be able to tell just by the way it looks. And then eventually I started using them for utility purposes, start putting the words in there because I thought it was kind of a neat way to, if you were skimming through the episode, you can find what we're talking about as we go through it. I could definitely not put those in there. It saved me so much fucking time when I edit, but I like the way it looks. I like doing it. For a long time, though, I just kept them there just bright fucking colored. And I had people every once in a while go like, why, why do you have those there? Like, I, I don't get it. Like we already know what we're watching, blah, blah, blah. And again, it's a reference point. That's why I put them in there. And I also kind of like this idea of like this gamey aspect of like these visual things popping up as the video's happening. Um, but after a couple of times, people have asked me about that just on my own. I thought about it and I was like, maybe I can meet people halfway. Maybe I can have those reference points pop up like they used to, but then dim them. So you're not looking at them as often. And, uh, so I've done that and I don't, I, I haven't really gotten feedback either way on, on what people think of that, but I like it. So I've been doing it. Um, so again, when I get feedback, when people aren't dicks, if you're a dick, I'm going to poke right back at you. Cause you're not actually <laughs> talking to me, uh, with any kind you're a bad faith actor. You're just trying to be a dick. Uh, but, um, but when I get questions like this, where people want to see the gameplay over us. Um, again, I am more inclined to want to keep it the way we have it, but I am open to the idea. It's a little extra work of maybe having Chris there and having us zoom up next to him and then having where we are the gameplay. I'd be okay with that. Um, ideally I would love to have the gameplay playing and then have it fade in every once in a while, but I work full time. Yeah. I, I like a lot of things. I have a lot of hobbies that I enjoy doing. And I love shooting these episodes. I love editing them. I love making music for them, but it's a lot of work. So to do an episode that I'd ideally love to have where shit would fade in every once in a while, specifically if we're talking about a feature, having the exact feature of the gameplay pop up as it's going, that'd be awesome. I would fucking love that. I, You're talking full-time job now though. I would need an editor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, And I'm, I, I'm not making money off this channel, so I can't pay anybody to be an editor. And I also would need them to make it exactly how I want it to be done because I'm very, when it comes to my creative process, there's not a lot of room for me to like collaborate with people. It's my, I just need things to be, I, I'm, I have a vision. I need to fucking do it and with everything that I do. Um, so it'd be kind of hard for me to work with an editor, but if somebody could just kind of like know how I do things and want to do that for me, that'd be awesome, but it's, it's not in the cards. So, uh, as the person who's doing the editing, um, that, that, that's a compromise of me trying to meet halfway. I want the conversation to be the most important thing, but I also want the gameplay to be seen because I think it's worth seeing people. Most people don't even watch these though too, which is the interesting part. Some people do. And anyone who's actually visually watching these episodes, thank you. That's awesome. But a lot of people put this stuff on in the background. I watch podcasts all the time. Most of the time I'm listening to them, yeah. even if they're yeah. visual. But sometimes I watch them. Sometimes I'll have it on and playing something. And like if something happens in the podcast with laughing or something happens, I'll look over and see what's happening. And I assume a lot of people are doing that. Yeah. That's, that's more along the way like I would I watch a lot of conversation shows. Yeah. So when, when I get these requests, I feel like those are like new people to the community who might be popping in. Kind of just real quickly watch for five, ten minutes. Maybe, maybe watch the whole thing. That would be awesome. Thank you. Um, thanks for watching in general. Um, but it might pop in, kind of look at the visual style and kind of go, why did they do that? I don't really like that. And then maybe move on to the next thing, uh, that they're going to watch. And so just kind of trying to kind of give you my thought process on, on 
the way I format the shows, the way I edit them, and the reason I do that, um, specifically because I, I, I do think our faces, sometimes I'll get a random person coming in like, we don't need to see your faces. I'm like, well, then maybe there's other channels you should watch because that's literally what the show is. The show, the shows that we do are about our conversation with you guys. So, and I think that's important. When I talk to someone, I want to look at them. Um, but at the same time, that compromise, I want to show, I want to show the gameplay. And I think it's fun. I like to show you my gameplay because if I did shitty, I can kind of fucking make fun of myself or if it did really well, I'd be like, Hey, look at that. And, uh, it's kind of fun, but, um, plus then you own it too. Yeah, exactly. I, <laughs> I have taken footage from like trailers, stuff like that every once in a while and thrown up there and never heard anything about it. Um, and if I do use other people's footage, I will always tell people to go check them out. Um, so, cause I feel it's only fair if I'm going to use your footage, I'm going to advertise for you. Um, and if somebody ever came up and be like, Hey, I don't want you to use that. I'd be like, that's fine. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much my thoughts on it. Um, I would be willing to, uh, there, there's a workflow kind of groove that I have with working on these episodes cause I've done it a lot. And, uh, I've edited probably around a thousand episodes at this point, not just for this channel, but in general, I do a lot of video and, uh, editing and audio stuff. But, um, uh, I would be willing to try on certain shows moving us up with Chris while there's gameplay, but I don't know if I'd want an hour and a half of just that because I have the gameplay fade out. They have to pop back down. I don't know. I'll have to think about it, but um, I am thinking about it. There's some people who think I don't think about this stuff. I have people on Reddit who are brand new. They don't know what we do here. Um, who just be like, you do this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I don't. <laughs> I literally don't. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I just, I thought it'd be important. I, I think it's important to address stuff like that. Uh, I want people to know that when they do recommend things, I'm willing to th- have that discussion. Um, so yeah, that's my thoughts. Do you guys have anything to add to that? Yeah. Um, I mean, kind of like you said, uh, from a personal perspective, watching uh, any content, regardless of uh, if it's gaming related or not. If there is a uh, a thing I'm trying to watch, like let's say a movie trailer, game trailer, gameplay, I usually, and like I said, this is just me, so my, my perspective on it, um, I will go find that without commentary first. I want to watch it as plain as I can. That's how I am too. And I watch it, and then if I want to hear what people have to say about it, I go find commentary videos. At that point, I've already seen it. Um, so I'm not really, I guess, concerned myself in that regard. And I'm, you know, obviously everyone's different in in that, but, um, the fade out thing I see a lot, but those are obviously big channels and I, I really like the way that looks too. I, where it gives you, it comes in, it comes out, it comes in, it comes out constantly. And I think there's a really good balance there. But like you said, there's workflow involved in that. Uh, we, you know, we, he, he brought it up full-time job. If I was making like one or two videos a month, no yeah. fucking problem. Yeah, but yeah. no problem. That'd be yeah. easy We're doing shit. Two plus two at the a week. Two at the least a yeah. week. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so and then like you said, I I honestly do believe that the vast majority, and please tell us otherwise, but I think the vast majority of people are kind of watching, mostly mm-hmm. listening. So if I had to guess, I would assume that's, yeah. that's the case only because out of what I've seen as well in, in people's habits, when it comes to conversation, YouTube videos, that tends to be how people, I, at least in my circle do that. They, they it's on, they check in on it, but they're not like, like in mm-hmm. watching it, right. you know? Um, uh, so yeah, I mean like 
like you said, you, you, you could do that though. I kind of personally, I find that to be a little bit of turnoff, but I'm not your, your audience, obviously. Um, well, and, and a big, big factor too. This is something that I think everybody really should do in the creative process of anything is don't, don't produce things that you don't want to interact with every episode that I put out. If I would not watch it, I won't put it out. Yeah. I will only put out something that I want to hear, see, or interact with. Um, so I'm not just putting out episodes, hoping to get views, hoping to get subs and hoping to get something from it. I'm putting out episodes first and foremost that I enjoy. Um, that's just how I am creatively. If I do a painting, if I do a drawing, if I fucking make a song, if I don't like it, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to move forward with it. Um, it's, it's wasted effort at that point. There have been three episodes at this point, I think, in like the five years we've been doing the shit that, uh, that I've scrapped for various reasons, but a couple of them, like, this isn't, this isn't something I want to put out. It's not something I'd watch. Um, so even if the audio is bad enough, I'll scrap it because I, it's unwatchable to me. And if it's unwatchable to me, I'm not making you watch it. So same when, when I watch podcasts, uh, most podcasts I watch are set up where two people are just in a room talking to each other. Mm. I love that shit. It's like my favorite thing in the world. I can sit there fucking for just listening to people talk for like three hours if they're interesting people. Now, I think we're interesting people. I like both of you. I know you guys like me. So I think we're interesting people. So I that, that has my bases covered for me to watch my show, right? Uh but, you know, I, we have amassed a small community of people who I hope enjoy listening to the conversation and joining them. And that's awesome. And we love you guys. And we thank you guys for that. Um, but that is what this channel is, is 100%. the conversation. It's all about the conversation. We don't do a news show to give you the news. You know the news. You got the news when we got it. You know, I'm on Twitter. I find shit out five, you know, three hours later. Friends like, hey, did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard about it. Or somebody fucking knows it and I don't know about it. What we do on a news show is we talk about the news with you guys. You guys are excited yeah. about it. Maybe you're not excited about it. Maybe you didn't hear about it. But just like a friend, hey, did you hear about that thing? No. What, what What's it about? Well, it's th this whole thing. I don't know. I'm not very excited about it. That's literally that show. That's the point. We're not we're not the arbiters of information. We're not giving it to you. I don't have that kind of narcissistic idea of like I'm giving you the info. Um, I'm just discussing <laughs> it with you. Um, just like a group of friends. Tasty Cast is literally us talking about video games, uh, you know, Plus Club and Game of the Month or the ideas I thought up that would be community oriented. That's the show. That's it's just the conversation. So uh, the gameplay comes second, which sounds kind of weird. Um, there are whole channels out there devoted to gameplay. That's awesome. If you're awesome at games sure. or you make goofy videos or even if you suck at games, if you want to watch you or whatever, that's that's your thing. And I do put out gameplay videos every once in a while. But, um, but yeah, I just feel like there's – when I made the channel – a while ago, and I think it's even worse now, I feel like there's a lot of conversation that's not happening in gaming that's just nuanced. It's either it sucks or it doesn't. And Great. if you don't agree, you suck. And it's yeah. so fucking, it, it makes my dick so soft when I see that <laughs> shit <laughs> because it's so fucking lame. It's so boring. And so I was like, I'm going to fucking make no a thing. There's nothing yeah. being gained from mm -hmm. it. It's just people fucking, no, you're wrong. No, you're wrong. Shout out both of you. Like, talk about it. Even if you well, don't like, agree, have the conversation. It's interesting to talk about things you don't agree use on. Use your words, children. Yeah, well, like uh, if, you, if you don't like Smash. a game, right, and your your first reaction is, well, that game sucks, or to be more extreme, oh, that game's trash, for example, mm -hmm. right? Um, versus, like, I don't like a game, 
but I can look at it and go, it's really well made. I'm just not the demographic. Mm-hmm. Here's why I don't like it. Yeah. Um, but it is a good game. That's right? something that people have a hard time accepting, though, mm-hmm. is that the game's yeah. not necessarily for them. For sure. Um, like, did you really want to play? You don't even like games like well, that. I mean, and obviously there's people out there just trying to get a reaction, yeah, right? For sure. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I'm not talking about you. That can be I'm, fun. I'm, I'm in a, sure, in its own right. But in, in the, the grand scope of, like, you know, we all want to play video games and have fun doing it. Like, mm-hmm. why are we enjoying these games? What do you enjoy about it? Maybe you like something about it that I just didn't resonate with me and maybe could. And I would have never known about that had I just turned around and said the game's trash and ignored everything you said after that. So mm. um, I think that's kind of a, a big reason uh, to have this this kind of dynamic. So Yeah. <laughs> Anything you want to add, Chris? I think you guys have covered everything pretty much fairly well. I mean, it is, first and foremost, in my idea, in my mind, a discussion show. Mm-hmm. And we talk about, like you said, we talk about the games. Gameplay footage is just kind of a reference point, it feels like. And usually when I watch people, other people on YouTube, personally, when I watch them and I'm watching them play video games, they're actively playing and discussing the game at the same time. Mm-hmm. Whereas the footage that you tend to use for the show is previous footage of us playing the games, having fun, or you know, exploring the game. And we kind of use, like you said, it's a reference point. Yeah. Um, it's just kind of a discussion show. I mean, I listen to podcasts all the time. I don't, I don't watch, I don't watch them. I listen to them. Yeah. But it's just a nice sometimes to have that that discussion of face to face talk sometimes. Which I think is is definitely the demographic that that I think we've probably got at this point. But um, also the demographic I'm a part of, uh, mm-hmm. the stuff I seek out. Whereas the people who are looking for that gaming content that's more visual I, is a different demographic. But I welcome mm-hmm. everybody, and I do try to make other types of of content because i i am always thinking of new things and new shows and fucking all this shit that i don't have the time to do that i want to do just because i my brain's always just like hey it'd be cool if we did this did this did this um but yeah it's it's like i said the 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 main point of this is to be able to discuss games in as much detail as we need um Mm -hmm. i had another person he was definitely just a troll but he was he was kind of like bitching at me low-key but um at first until I called him out and then he revealed himself. But he was saying like in the discussion, I wasn't giving you guys mm. um, what was the importance. Yeah. I was denying you guys importance. He said all three of us are boring, but that I was, I was robbing you guys of importance. I'm like, when do I stop you guys from talking? I'll guide the show. But I always ask you guys, what do you think? Yeah. You got anything else to add? Because I want to know. Like, it'd be weird if I was just like, it's the Seth show. They're 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 watching with you guys. Like, yeah. they're well, they're the live audience. And if if this was a production with a means in which to make financial gain, I could understand uh, even the boring comment to that point. Because you know, obviously, you're trying to make a, a a piece of entertainment for financial gain, but that's not what this is. So if you don't find it entertaining it's not for you that's just yeah when people start talking about like you get a lot more views if you did it my way i'm like well you're the one person who's saying this out of all the people i've talked to first off and secondly i just want to make something i like and so far it seems like people people also thankfully enjoyed as well which is awesome and that's that's all i want i'm not i'm not trying to fucking amass some crazy multi-million fucking subscriber count (laughs) industry that i can fucking live off of and you know, go, what do you guys want me to do? I'm, I'm your dancing monkey. That's not me. It never will be. I'm like, I, I just will never be that guy. Sure. I don't play a character. This is who I am in fucking real life. 
and yeah. we just have these conversations or whatever. And I, I know I'm kind of going on on this a lot, but I just I think it's important to be transparent about like the creative process, the the thoughts on why the you know why everything is the way it is, and well, and even as the way I view the channel as someone mm-hmm. who because like, I and it's, if you've been here for years, you, you know this, but a lot of you, a lot of you, are new. Um, I'm not the, me and Chris are the original co-hosts. Like this was Seth and Josh originally. Um, and then Seth asked me to be on a show and it just kind of turned into a regular occurrence. You started getting kind of involved. You started doing some of the YouTube stuff for me and a couple other things. And then I was like, why don't you just be on the show? Like we're gonna talk about RPGs or something. Why, like, (laughs) why wouldn't you want to talk about that? And, uh, yeah, then he kind of stuck around and Chris was just down to fucking come over and he's just been on since. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, but, and that, Josh for, you know, family life reasons is busy. He's had, an to, adult. had to pull back. Yeah. yeah. Um, that being said, shout out to Cody. Cody's yeah. been on plenty of times too. We're not employees. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not paying anybody. Yeah. They so. can literally be here or not. It's yeah. up to them. You know, there are days where it's like, Hey, I, I can't, you know, and, so I was just like, okay, we'll mm. work around it. You know, type or if I got some weird shit, I'm like, I got to film Taste of Tuesday on my own. Like, I got I to gotta be up early or I'm not going to be up late tonight or blah, blah, blah. Or schedules don't work out or whatever. Like, he, it's He's just, getting old and doesn't stay up late well anymore. Yeah, it's, it's, it's <laughs> getting hard. It's getting hard. I'm starting to enjoy my mornings more, which kind of fucking... I don't relate to that. Sucks. Yeah. I just, no, I love staying up late, but I fucking feel like shit the next day if I do it. But if I go to bed early and I wake up early, I get up. Fucking it's nice. Hopefully, I make some coffee. I got time to just fucking hang out. Who are you? Listen to, that, <laughs> listen to the birds chirp. I play video games then. Just everyone's asleep. It sucks. It's part of getting old. I'm sure this is exactly what he was asking about. Yeah. Or she. Tangent. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I'll experiment with some stuff. I'll think about it. Um, I, I always tell people who ask this, I've had about five people maybe six ask about this exact thing. Want to see more gameplay before I used to not even have it. Then I put the box in to meet halfway. Uh, I still have people every once in a while. Like I said, about five of you now at this point have said something. And I'm even if it's just five people who have said something like this, or maybe people low key haven't said it, but they're thinking it. Uh, I do read it. I do take it into consideration for sure. And uh, I might experiment with it. If I don't like it, I won't do it. If I do like it, it's not too big of a deal. I would continue to do it. So, um, yeah, that's everything. Anything else you guys want to add? Uh, Am I robbing your importance? Like, do you guys feel like you don't get to talk enough? I'm so stupid. I don't care about my importance, so whatever. Um, that's nihilistic as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about anything. The universe is finite. Yeah, let's not go down that rabbit hole. Um, you just thank you for not being a dick. So, you yeah. know, feedback is good. So yeah, a lot, of the, a lot of the feedback typically isn't. Just some yeah. people are like, and you see your ugly faces and I'm like am I worried about if you want to fuck me or not I don't give a shit what you think about how I look so but that person I would have this in. beard if I cared what you think I look like I look better no. than beard I'm growing mine out I'll say I'm going to be kind of upset honestly if you get rid of it you should maintain that shit yeah I like it but it's starting to get in my mouth when I eat now and I'm starting oh, yeah. to not like it you gotta trim oh, yeah. it all the time a never ending battle <laughs> it's starting to ruin my life it's out of control. It's taking over. And then me. eventually you kind of go, I don't want to trim it for a while. And you, you go too short and you're like, damn it. Soon Chris is just going to be hair. <laughs> just long okay. hair and facial hair. This, this, ugh. It's distinctive. Uh, it makes me feel old. 
okay. Under this hat, gray. So I got it. I got this it. This doesn't. Yeah, this it. doesn't help you. But I was gonna say. I know a lot of girls who like the salt and pepper look, but <laughs> ladies, it does not hey, help hey, you at hey. all. That doesn't help you. Yeah. <laughs> I was about to say. Hey, t- oh wait. If you buy me dinner, I'll go out with you. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I need to try that. Like, you're buying dinner. Oh, oh man. Yeah. Fun rabbit hole. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Thank you for the comment. Thank you for uh, giving us the opportunity to to discuss that. Because yeah. uh, typically I talk about stuff like on like uh, Tasty Bits and stuff like that, talking about kind of behind the scenes stuff on the channel. Uh, we got a, another comment from Psycho Scream uh, saying City Skyline, City's Skylines. I always just drop the fucking ass. I hate that fucking title, man. Uh, I'm going to give it a C because I really suck at city builders. I just can't get past 3000 population before it starts to go to shit. Um, so you're a bad mayor is what you're saying. I think saying. there's a lot of people who run cities who kind of have that same problem <laughs> in real life. Um, Farm Sim 19, uh, I'm going to give it a B plus because I did quite enjoy the game. Uh, but playing multi really alleviates some of the single player stress of running back and forth to your farm. My or From my observation, uh, you sit at your farm for like maybe 30 minutes waiting to see if weeds will grow and then handle them if they do. Uh, then repeat however many fields you got and maybe get con- maybe get contract in. Maybe get a contract in for a little extra cash before the day is up, but still a chill game to come back to every once in a while. Which pretty much is him joining the conversation on his grades, which I appreciate. Thanks mm-hmm. uh, for doing that. Um Pretty much coinciding with a lot of what we said. I think the C is a little lower than we went with City Skylines, but I can understand it. I mean, that genre is not for everybody. That month wasn't for everybody. 100%. 100%. Although I do think, and I've, I had conversations with people on Reddit about this. Uh, some people were like, I liked Farm Simulator more than I thought. I'm like, I think a lot of people would like it more than they think. Mm-hmm. Not yeah, everybody, it, but I. The, it's, it's deceptive. This, this is why I like when they don't just throw out AAA games. Because yeah. sometimes you get something and you're like, I would have never played that. Yeah. So exactly. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, first and foremost, like you said, thank you for actually doing, you know, essentially what we do, which is the grading structure and, a, and do what I tell you. Um, <laughs> it is it is <laughs> nice to hear grade. other people's like actual, you know, thought process on and why they're grading it. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, other than obviously, I hold cities uh, skylines in a, a bit higher opinion uh, than I would say. Most people. Very highbrow, pinky out opinion. Um, I, 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 yes. I, I understand your grades very well as well, and I agree with them. So, yeah. I'd say during the multiplayer session, Scream was the only one making money for the farm. He seemed to be the well, most he was playing the game. What the fuck are you talking about? I was there for 45 minutes doing that field. Chevy <laughs> ruined it. Listen, listen, for half I, that game, you drove that tractor around in circles, wasting all that gas. I don't want to hear it. I made that gas up. Look, <laughs> that Chevy ruined it. I did. That 3 a.m. However, chicken coupon. I learned the chickens are great. <laughs> oh, I'm glad there's a lesson to be learned. <laughs> chickens are great. Farm Simulator 19. Yep. <laughs> it's just constant income. If I didn't waste that gas, you would have never found out chickens are great. Butterfly Bench. effect. If that didn't happen, it wouldn't happen the same. Everything would have changed. It's because of my beard. Don't fool yourself. Probably a little bit of that, too. If you shave it, we'll never find out if chickens are good. (laughs) Thank you for the comment. Thank you for the grades. I think they are good ones. And, uh, yeah, 
your uh, your your point uh, specifically on city skylines, I think, is is interesting because you kind of recognize it's just kind of not for you. So, mm-hmm. and I get that. I wish more people could be like, yeah, yeah, yeah that's fine, but not for me. Um, yeah. And then the last video and last comment I'm going to read was from our, uh, game of the month episode where we, uh, played pagan online. We talked about it and somebody who runs the discord for pagan online, like the actual company that makes it, whoever is their moderator for the discord actually on Reddit. Cause I put it, uh, on the pagan online. I was like three people give their honest opinions on, uh, pagan online, which we played all month. And the person actually came in there. I should have read that. Um, came in and was like uh they're like oh you know i don't agree with everything you guys are saying but i agree with some of the stuff you guys are saying but I, it's really good because you know everybody's got their opinions and this is stuff that i, I hope that you know developers actually see because this is really good feedback i was like oh that's cool yeah that's yeah. cool so um but yeah anyway we talked about that um we got a comment from uh science I think that's how you say the name. If, if, if you say it differently, just type out how you say it to me, and I will pronounce it correctly, uh, or at least try. They said, <clears throat> been with this game since pre-trials over 300 hours. Hope to see developers come back to it. Uh, it's got great potential, which I agree. This is a big thing. I think this is pretty much our whole episode was us kind of figuring out what the fuck is missing from this game <laughs> because this game could be good. This game could be really good uh, as long as they just figured out what that game's supposed to be. Essentially, mm-hmm. um, I don't know much about the developers not coming back. I didn't. I don't know if they don't you know develop for it anymore. Um, that'd be kind of disappointing to hear. But uh, if they don't, I would also hope that they come back uh, to. I mean, they already got a great foundation. It's better than a great foundation. They got like a house that's built, but like one of the walls is missing. <laughs> It's made of plastic. Like the rest of it's like traditional wood. And then one of the walls are like, we're going to go modern over here. Everybody's printing houses nowadays. And then they print that plastic wall. And you're like, no, no, no. What the fuck is that? Like make it all plastic or all wood. What the hell is that? Why would you do that? They're like, you don't like it? I don't know. It, it seems like a fucking house. It works fine. But why? It's pretty much what it was. For sure. A single tile of linoleum in the middle of the carpet. Just built into yeah, it. Yeah, just right there. You just put a table there. Why would I? <laughs> what? The, who thought that was a good fucking idea? Well, there's half a stairway, but when you get to the top of the stairs, the elevator takes you up the rest of the three feet of the rest of the stairwell. Okay. I, you did it. I don't know why. Um, yeah. 300 hours, though. You've played the game. That's cool uh, to hear. Uh, I have less than 100 hours in it, but uh, it's a game I could definitely play again. Um for some reason, I guess. I don't know if I played it, I would enjoy it, but it's not a game that I ever go rushing back to play. Specifically after our conversation, uh, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to uninstall this or not because I don't, There's, I just got a lot of games I'm enjoying right now and this game is not one of them that makes me think about it when I'm not playing it. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, 300 hours. I, I would say that you thinking it has great potential is might be a little bit of an understatement. Um. I, I can't even think of very many games that I can say I've committed that kind of time to. So, um, though I do agree, it does have great potential. I would love for the developers to just keep figuring it out, taking feedback and, and making it a better game. Cause I, I do think, um, there are some really neat systems there that could be a lot of fun. So for sure. 
Chris? Yeah, I, I, I you have 300 hours in that game. You you enjoy that game, at least to some degree. <laughs> more than I put into it. It's more than I put into most games. Yeah. I can't think of a game. I can't think of a game on the top of my head that I have that many hours in. I can think of one. Oh, I, got, I got a couple. I could. <laughs> 300. 300 is pretty fucking respectable. Because if I put like 150 hours into a game, I typically, for me, I'm like, I liked that game. Yeah. Like, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven, I put fucking hundred something hours into. Think I'm never gonna beat it. I well, no, I did like everything, and I grinded fields <laughs> a lot, and did a, I maxed out every fucking character and shit. Um, I think I had 125 hours in it or something like that. That and Persona Five apparently are just giant ass games. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah, just that game has so much charm to it. I wasn't thinking about it. Like I was playing Persona, and I'm like. This is a big fucking game, man. <laughs> and the whole beginning of the game takes forever to get into. And that's just a fraction of the game. Yeah. So yeah. I need to go back and play it though. There's I've Me never too. heard anything negative about that game. And now the bigger version's out that has Ugh. even more of a calendar added to the end of it. Like, big ugh. game two point five, even bigger than big game. Pretty out much. now. And another character. So. Biggest game. Yeah, which is pretty cool. Um yeah. Yeah. Potential aside, it, a game can have potential, but if it's not there, if it's ever met, then it's great to have potential. But if that's it do that's almost with worse it. than if a game just sucks, as yeah. if it's almost good, because that's just like it's just kind of there, and you're like, man, that was a waste. That sucks. So hopefully they can kind of fucking refine it into something that's awesome. Yeah. I'd love to hear in like a year or two, like, oh, Pagan Online is fucking amazing. It's great now. I'm like, oh, awesome. I would like that, not just a lot of fit. Like, remember Pagan Online? That game was kind of weird. So, I, have, I have a feeling that'll be the case, though. I feel like that, too, yeah. but I hope not. They put too much fucking work into it. Like, the animations, the blur effects and shit. I'm like, they put more work into this than a lot of games like this. So, maybe they'll put it on a fucking phone, and then Chris can be like, I knew it. God, no. <laughs> I, I told you. Uh, I warned you. <laughs> I warned all of you. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all the comments. Thank you for the comment, uh, Sciencein. And uh, thank you, everybody else who commented. Uh, again, make sure to type in hashtag AskTLG if you'd like us to read and reply to your comments. But that's going to do it for this episode of TasteCast episode 118. As always, thank you for watching. Make sure to like, subscribe. Like and subscribe. If you enjoy this episode, make sure to check out our other episodes. Check us out on Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. I need to do something with TikTok. I was kind of active on there, and I'm like, eh. Um, every time I go on there, I'm just like, I don't care about kids lip syncing to fucking weird shit to the tempo. I'm just like, you're like 14. What am I doing here? Um, but yeah, we got those links down below. Uh, we have a Discord link down below as well. You can talk to us anytime, all the time. It's been a little quiet lately, but this whole week kind of calls for quietness so it makes sense um and yeah we have uh audio versions of the podcast on itunes spotify and other podcast platforms links down below and uh yeah my name's seth i'm chevy and i'm chris until tuesday we will have a proper tasty tuesday i promise uh but until then have a good weekend have a good week guys uh stay safe and uh love each other and fucking take it easy